This week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, we review episode four of Hawkeye on Disney Plus. Give our final domestic box office opening weekend predictions for Spider Man No Way Home before its release. Can the movie break a billion dollars without a China release? We got a new Cobra Kai season four trailer. Find out what was the most tweeted about movie this year and more. All in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, December 13th, 2021. Can I sing the song? Jockin' and nerdin'. Spoiler alertin'. Jock and nerdin'. That's the theme song. I sang it. What's up, listener? How's it going? Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And he's the rug boy. What's up, rugs? No, I'm the jock, goddammit. Don't you remember? Not this week. The jock is back and feeling healthy, and you're Still. back to rug boy status. All right, fine. He was the jock last week? Yeah. He tried to be the jock. It didn't work out to, very well. He tried to convince me that I wasn't the jock, but I said, no, I fought it, and I said, no, I am the jock. God damn it. Floppy jock. He was the floppy I jock. I even did push-ups mm. and stuff to prove it. Uh, <laughs> and joining us, special guest this week, he's a talented artist. He works in the entertainment industry, and he is the admin of our Facebook group, Jock and Nerd Nation. It is Sheriff John Bellotti Jr. How's it hanging, partner? What's up, fellas? How you doing? <laughs> How's it going? Thanks for joining us. Great. Well, you know, you know the Jock and Nerd tradition. When Bellotti's unemployed, he comes on your show. <laughs> oh, stop. You're not unemployed, are oh, you? Come I'm unemployed. I got it's a holiday hiatus. I got three weeks off. It's great. Don't we normally do an end of the year thing? We do. Um, actually, yes. I was going to say. What happens at the end of the year, I say, I'm free. And then you guys have me come on. And then I'm like, hey, what about our end of the year superhero review? And then I come on like like three weeks later to do like another show. Because the year oh, hasn't ended. Works. You get double there's, dose. Still, yeah. there's still a big movie, uh, you yeah. know, going to come out this week. We're going to talk about that. So we could do a little bit of look back uh, at 2021 with you while you're here. It is tradition. Yeah, it's our but, tradition. Is it? But uh, yes. yes, it is. Like the, uh, like the, U-log, yeah, like the U-log on TV. I'm... <laughs> Uh, a tradition with Jock and Nerd. Yeah, you're our log. I'm your, <laughs> I'm your you John log. John log. The log. log. Yeah. Up there with all the great American traditions, you know, Thanksgiving, fireworks, John Bellotti Jones at the end of the year. <laughs> Turkey, American pie, yeah. Amer- apple pie. And a Bellotti. And a Bellotti. And a Bella Lugosi. Bella Lugosi. Well, look, I'm glad you're on high atus so you can hang out with us and geek out about some shit going on. Yeah. Let's get to the news. The Jock and Ned Podcast. Are you really glad, though? Because, Imran, you never like go, re- go out of your way to reach out to him. He always reaches out to us. Well, I don't know when he's off, so I have to wait That's to true. tell me when and, his and break And then is. when he wants to do a show, he's like, guys, can we do it at like 4 o'clock? I have to be asleep <laughs> at 5.30. That's right. So that's Eastern why time. We because can't Eastern. I got to wake up at 3 to go paint my toenails. Yeah. No, it's really true. You, yeah, you have ungodly hours, so I have to wait. It's terrible. Bloody, I can't. Yeah. I used to be able to like. 
I was like, okay, you know, can we do a little earlier? And it's like, you know, I, I, I just, I'll just deal with it. Or I go to bed late because I was just one person. Now that I got to show up and delegate to a crew of people and talk to like producers and art directors, and it's like, oh man, I can't, I can't phone it in like I used to. <laughs> I got now, I need well, like and my you're rest. Painting Ultron's fingernails, right? With the guy that plays Ultron. I'm not painting his fingernails. I'm painting James his Spader. toenails. Oh, that's right. Listen, Bilotti, real You're quick. you Tell, tell exactly. the listener, maybe who doesn't know, what why you got to get up early when you're working. I, you work? I now run the scenic paint department on a TV show called The Blacklist, starring Ultron himself, James Spader. Nice. Got promotion. You're running it now. Wow. You were just painting back yeah. in the you day. You know when, when I started? started? You know when I took over for my boss? Yeah. Was yeah. in the middle of, when was it? Season eight during like covid Oh, shit. When it was horrible for every job in New York to just start up again. It was like the, the worst of the worst. Now it's easy. Now I just laugh every day. <laughs> Paint it white. I don't fucking care. <laughs> They're rewarding Bilotti. you be like, hey, let's give him more responsibility in the middle of the fucking I pi- pandemic. I picture Bilotti as uh, Tom Hanks in that movie. Was it The Terminal? Oh yeah, we're stuck in the airport. We're stuck and in the airport, and then, and then he has he like finds a, a a section of the terminal that's like unfinished, and he makes like a a brick fountain out of nothing. He's, oh yeah, yeah that's Pilatus. He just paints yes. a backdrop of like the beach to pretend he's outside. When I'm bored and all the everyone's when I finish delegating and everyone's working, I'm like oh, I'm just gonna sit here and paint this fountain in the middle <laughs> so of. Do you have to like do things anymore? I do, but like. Whenever I jumped in last season, I would take work away from the crew and it wasn't right. And then I would just because I, I work fast and I would just blow like I'd paint the hallway in an hour, you know, and I was like, I, I got to stop because I'm going to there's not going to be anything for these guys to do. So now I just don't do anything. I just like do little doodles. I drew carnage a few weeks ago. <laughs> just sketch, you know, it's great. You're so productive. So, you just work. Run, so you're just telling other people to do stuff. Yeah. You know, I think when you um, when you Level jump in management. It's it's yeah it has its perks, but <laughs> when you jump in, though, you missed a big picture, and I I gotta now, be careful. Now you go up and go and, and and critique people's work and be like, listen, I don't like the way you freaking did this uh fire Hate it again. there. No, it not at look all. Real in, in between bites of pastrami sandwiches, it's <laughs> <laughs> like a foot long pastrami sandwich <laughs> with like, the spicy brown splatter, mustard. This blood splatter looks doesn't it doesn't look good. No, I got a I got a super. I actually had to lay someone off. Oh my god! I had, oh god, oh, so this has to be it, hard. Real quick, I, when when you lay someone off in the business, they go, "All right, thank you for the opportunity. I'll be in touch. Great, awesome, it was great having you here." I laid off this woman. And she started fucking freaking out and she started oh, crying oh, and she no. started like questioning my like hiring decisions. And then she was oh, going to report geez. me to the union. It fucking oh, no. blew up. I was ready to throw her out of there until one of my coworkers had to like go and talk to her. Cause I was like, I'm going to throw her into the river. If you don't fucking, you know, unless you say something to her, like I was furious. It was bad. It was like, cause she was kind of new and she was older and she was just nuts. But now like I have a really good crew and these guys can do anything. So it's like, I show up and I'm like, Oh yeah, this looks good. How about we do that? And then I just sort of like fuck them all up, and they get confused. I'm like, I'm just walking away. You guys, you guys got it. I'll be in the office. Also, you guys were very close to going on strike a few months ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I was kind of hoping we would go on strike. They fucked yeah. up. They they yeah. they had the they had it in their hands, man. They had the opportunity to you know give it you know give it back to them, so to speak. And they the deal they got sucks. It still sucks. Really? I mean, yeah, I, it, it sounds sucks. like a, a few of the things are getting better, but uh, yeah, they came to an agreement, and I believe not everyone no, the, likes the, the agreement. The big thing is like the 10-hour turnaround time, right? right? That yeah. means dick. You could still work a 15-hour day. It doesn't mean yeah. anything. It's fucking stupid. So 
our job is good. Our job is good. And we all did feel kind of guilty because we didn't want to go on strike. But all these Apple jobs are terrible. They're fucking yeah. terrible. Apple, Amazon, pretty much the way they run their corporations and their warehouses is the way they run jobs. So the streamers, the streaming productions, huh? Yeah, yeah. they're fucking awful. Just weekends and late nights. And oh, my and, God. And now you got to wait another three years, I believe, till the thing comes back around. Yeah, pretty much. Well, you know what it is? It's um the the the. uh the vote, the contract vote, it was a margin of like 1% that voted. Right. It yes. was very close. Very right. close. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And what's happening is you, and I can see with my younger crew members is that you have a lot of younger people coming in that, that don't want to live to work. They just want to work yeah. to live. Yeah. And that's changing the entire, it's like shifting the balance of power in the, in the business. Like they're saying like, we don't want to work these hours. Like we want to go and, you know, we want to go to raves or fucking EDM concerts and whatever these kids do now. I mean, the culture has got to change. And I've known like for a long time in the movie industry, this is, it was long, hard days and they've been doing this for a long time. But at some point you're going to break. You got to change. You got to give people time to go home and be with their family. Yeah. Be with their families, you know? Anyways, look, I'm glad they got some kind of deal. Maybe it wasn't the best deal, but let's talk about Spider-Man. That's why we're really here. Spider-Man week. It's Spider-Man week, everyone. It is Geek a over. huge week. It's I definitely know. week. I'll tell you that. It's, it's a, Oh, it's week. Oh, shit. I want to <laughs> know from Bilotti how excited he is. Oh, he uh, hates this, this. Movie, this is the last time. <laughs> this is, can I answer? We've got, we've got two people here already that they already hate, hate this, this week. But this is the last time But we will be talking <laughs> before. Oh, I'm just going to go to bed. Before the movie comes out and everything is spoiled and all the secrets are out and maybe large portions of fans are disappointed, maybe not, we'll see. They put out the first like 43 seconds of the movie in this short clip. I don't know if you guys got to watch that. It's no, not spoilery, no. but it's just pretty much the scene where he grabs MJ and swings around uh, and they, they end up on top of that bridge. Uh, there's a fun Easter egg in there. As they're swinging around, you see a large yellow billboard for Rogers the Musical, Geek Boner, uh, stating that this this is taking place at the same time the Hawkeye TV show is taking place, and I had questions about that, so I thought that was cute. Uh, I thought we could make some predictions, final predictions before the movie comes wait. out, box office predictions wait, and wait, stuff wait, like wait, that. Wait. I thought we wanted to ask Bilotti what he thought. Yeah, I'm like, Bilotti, wait, I'm yeah. waiting here. And, and then he changed it. Bilotti, and you just yeah, like, I'm waiting into something else. So <laughs> I'm going to, Bilotti, give yeah. me predictions. But before that. <laughs> what do you want? What, what was the question? I don't even remember. It was like what an is hour your anticipation? No, thank you, Everyone, Tony. Thank you for always being up. on my side, Tony. I appreciate that. You, that's <laughs> what I mean. We're like, we're like bros. You know? I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. See? We've, always had a, we've always had a thing. We've always had a thing. Emron is just, he's like. Yeah, I don't have a drop with the Anthony. No. I stick it up my asshole. <laughs> All right, what was the question again? Oh, am I excited? What is your anticipation for this movie? What do you think's going to happen? Who's going to die? How much money is it going to make? All that shit. I got to answer all these questions? Oh, Christ. yes. Go. Um, I'm kind of excited after the. All right. I have not been happy with the year that we've had with Marvel movies. I didn't even see Eternals. We had tickets oh, to did? go, oh. and I went. Me and my my wife went to go hang out with my brother, and we looked at our, our clock, you know, our phone. I was like, "Oh fuck, the movie starts at fifteen minutes. We're not going to make it." Oh well, like we just didn't care. <laughs> Black Widow <laughs> sucked. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, Shang Chi was Shang pretty good. Shang Chi, yeah. So I'm kind of looking for this one to maybe right those wrongs. I am kind of excited because I, my favorite Spider Man was Andrew Garfield. Okay. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like him, but he looked like the McFarlane Spider-Man I grew up yeah. with, and I'm sticking yeah. to that. And he was the best in costume Spider-Man. He looked like a real New Yorker talking to like firemen and cops, and yeah. that's just Spider-Man I like. Tom Holland is just like a goofy kid. So 
I am excited because Doctor Strange is, is in it, and I'm excited for uh, the Raimi villains. But there's like that line that Strange says in the trailer where he is almost like, I don't know, he just feels a little irresponsible from what I'm gathering in the trailer, and I, that didn't strike me as that struck me as like very out of character for for Strange for Strange. Yeah, I felt he's the, acting weird in the trailer. It's a little yes. weird, right? Like, yeah, yeah. and and Wong tells him not to do the spell, and then Wong just leaves to a portal, and then he does the spell anyway. Like he's, I'm like, what? Okay. So I went from being like really excited. Now I'm just like going in with um, I'm tempering my expectations. I guess you could say. Well, that's a good way to go. And we should all be tempering our expectations. There's no way this movie can live up to all this fucking hype. Uh, who, who, so percentage of Toby and Andrew, do you think they're in it? Do you care? Does it matter? No, I do care. I mean, I think it's, it's pretty cool. I just hope that m- the Marvel films don't collapse in on themselves. You know what yeah. I mean? With so much meta reference and like, like what's next? Are they going to bring in like the Nick Cage Ghost Rider and. <laughs> You know, like the original David fan- Hasselhoff, Nick Fury, yeah, like the Miles, the Miles Teller, Fantastic Four. I mean, we go in. Why not there? Or Wesley Snipes coming back. But I don't know. I mean, it's exciting. It's it's kind of cool. I like the acknowledgement. But I, I think you guys said it last week that I think they had different plans for Spider-Man 3. And then this almost feels like a fan service kind of situation going on. It could be a mess. Is that the other it thing? It could be a big uh, mess. Yes. Yeah, it could be a mess. But it kind of smells like it could be. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out this week. Most definitely will be a mess, but it might be a fun mess. Mar- Marvel is always a fun mess. I'll give you know? it. That. That's true. When they do make a mess, it is a fun mess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like Bukaki. Yeah. That's what you would call a baby shower. Oh, I stole Anthony's joke. Oh, shit. You didn't, even, Anthony, you didn't even get that when I first asked you. You were like, oh, what's that mean? Let me look this up. Oh, I get it. Aha. Uh. Uh-huh. Anthony, final uh, you, thoughts. You say that like, you're so dismissive this. of it, but then you use it as a joke tonight. That's right. He does that. <laughs> Rug said Bukaki. I didn't bring it up. I brought up the I like, the I like that we're having an argument over Bukaki. <laughs> we, we're having we a Bukaki to. discussion, people. This is very important. Got to. What were you going to ask me? Uh, final uh, thoughts before the movie comes out. What do you hope to see? What do you think you're going to see? I am pumped. I am oh, actually, I'm very excited for this movie because, I don't know, like I mentioned a couple of weeks ago when we first saw the second trailer, Spider-Man is a character that's still an iconic character, and everything that's kind of been promised to this point makes this seem like it's going to be the ultimate fan service Spider-Man movie. Could be a mess, could be really good, could be both. I don't really care, but it's the first movie since, really, since Avengers Endgame, for as far as superheroes, where I'm like... Yeah, I'm pretty pumped to go to the theater. Like, I'm already yeah. thinking about going on Thursday and like seeing the movie and and trying to actively avoid spoilers and all that kind of stuff, which is stuff I haven't really cared to do for any of the Marvel movies, even though I've been you know excited in a little bit in a little sense to see them. So I'm very pumped. Movie's gonna make all the money in the world. Toby and and Andrew Garfield. I'm now not that I wasn't convinced before. But I'm 99.9% sure they're going to be in the movie. Right. It's the worst kept secret. Yeah, I think. And, I agree. and you, you can't bring in all these villains. And it's just going to be bad if they don't have. They're not in the movie. They're, the fans have kind of willed that into into existence. And it would just be a very bad idea to bring in back all these villains and not have those guys in the movie. So they're going to be in the movie. That scene is probably going to be a a moment in the movie theater, similar to a lot of the stuff in Endgame, where people are going to be cheering 
Um, and be as big as when Cap catches the fucking. No, hammer. I mean, it won't be as big, but it, the people in the audience that are going to be there on a Thursday night are going to be gonna lose very shit. Yeah, they're going to be extremely pumped to see Spider Man and all those characters. So I think it'll be a great experience. I think it'll probably, if I had to predict, it'll probably be an awesome movie going experience. And then maybe upon rewatch, maybe not the best experience. Maybe an okay movie. Yeah, it might be just be an okay movie. But in the, the the theater experience Thursday, I think will be awesome. I think oh, it's going to be. It's going to be you know crazy. What? Now that's the key word is experience because yeah. I think that's what Marvel does best is they make it an event. Because when I rewatch a lot of these movies outside of Infinity War and Endgame, it's kind of like all right, you know, it's not as much fun, but it's still fun to watch. But it's going to be an event, and I I am excited for that. But that, I mean the 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 moments you had in Endgame and Infinity War in a in a crowded theater I know, were amazing but, but you also had like what 11 years to get to those yes, moments you had, like yes you, you had a huge buildup because of this whole fan servicey thing and fans willing it into existence even though heather anto says that that doesn't happen ever um <laughs> so fans I, never will anything into existence <laughs> no it never happens it's always the writers um guy doesn't uh, hold a grudge at all no <laughs> That's how you My get twitter blocked sharp yeah. It's very sharp. Um, Continue. I've been grinding it a lot. Anyway, so um, we all think <laughs> it's. He's been holding on to that for years. <laughs> Wait, no, I just saw an opportunity. To answer. It's that simple. Um, um, it's going to be a crazy uh, theater experience, especially if Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are in it. The reactions from the crowd is going to be crazy. Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of that. Uh, nostalgia built in. There's going to be uh, ramifications that uh, affect the wider Marvel universe and possibly like the spider universe that they're building. And uh, so it is a big movie. It really is like an important film. If you love Spider-Man or if you like Marvel or if you like any, you know, this type of shit, like it's going to have ramifications and it's a big piece of the puzzle here. Maybe it. The worst case scenario is it doesn't have any ramifications. Like worst case scenario is like it's all like a wet fart, like or or a limp penis. It's just like sloppy job. Yeah, it's just or it doesn't have any kind of impact on the. It, you want it to actually matter. That's one of the things I liked about Loki, right? Yeah. Um. Even though Loki wasn't my favorite show of all time, I really liked that it actually affected the universe and yeah, it had. Huge stakes and ramifications, and now like we're going to see all of that stuff play out. So um, this could be another huge brick in that wall, like that's like a keystone. I think there's going to be some earth-shattering things. So outside from the uh, obvious cameos, I'm curious to see: Does Venom show up? Is Charlie Cox going to show up as Matt Murdock? Here's one kind of theory I liked. If you notice, you know, there's the scene at the Statue of Liberty and looks like it may be the big ending scene where the multiverse is ripping realities are crossing. What other Marvel movie had a big third act ending at the Statue of Liberty? The one? first X-Men. Oh, <laughs> what if some of those fuckers bleed through at that moment because they're just in the same. What if it, it, you think it's going to be. Wolverine in a leather or, suit, or or Professor X, or one of them, or the back of them. They allude to it. I don't know. I There's a reason Professor X is back. Why are they at the uh, Statue of Liberty? Back of 
You want to so see just fucking, his back. Uh, yeah, you, <laughs> just you his balls. See Sir uh, Patrick Stewart's back in the wheelchair. Yeah, I want to see the back what? of his bald head. Uh, no, I want to see his face. But there's, you know, the possibilities are endless. All sorts Where'd of crazy shit could happen. Okay. Where'd you read the X Men theory? I don't know. Somebody brought it up. I don't, Probably can't be a brought. I don't it up. think that's gonna happen. I don't know. No, but the, it's curious right there at the uh, statue. Level. I am curious though because the trailer. If you watch Loki and then you watch the trailer, Loki's responsible for the multiverse, right? Right, right. When they well, Sylvie right, is. This really. is what this is what's gonna happen on the Statue of Liberty. They're gonna be fighting, and then a naked mermaid's gonna come out of the water, <laughs> and he's gonna go bocce. Mike <laughs> Strange is gonna go bocce balls. <laughs> Nobody knows that reference unless you watch Splash, which is an old old. Spl- movie. Well, Tom Hanks has to be there yeah. and stuff. Is that the Tom Hanks one? Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, it's Daryl with, Hannah uh, is a Darryl mermaid. Hannah. Oh, and she's super hot, and yes. she's like the hottest mermaid. She you've walks ever out seen. of the water butt naked, and yeah. the guy's trying to give a tour of the Statue of Liberty. Bocce <laughs> balls. Oh, that's right. Now I remember that. <laughs> I do actually. We played that's that. really I funny. Think we yes, that. we did. We did play that. We looked that up. Okay, look, let's go around. Here's the last thing I want to do. Let's make some box office predictions. Let me set it up, though. So far in the pandemic, here's your top opening weekend domestic earners. F9 made $70 million. Eternals makes $71 million. Shang-Chi opens to $75 million. Black Widow opens to $80 million. And the top earner so far is Venom Let There Be Carnage. At $90 million, okay? Now, we had talked about how this movie did get approved. It passed the censors in China, the huge movie market of China, but it does not have a release date yet in China. So, it's and that's hundreds of millions of dollars off the table easily right there if it doesn't come out in China. With that said, I want to know, what do you think it makes opening weekend? What, uh, uh, and I'll tell you what their estimates are. And do, can it still break a billion dollars in a pandemic without China? Anthony, go first. It will not break a billion without China. Oh, shit. Okay. How much will it make opening weekend? I'm going to go 175. Okay, so it will crack 100 million. It'll be the first movie to break 100 million. I mean, people were... You couldn't get tickets for that Thursday. The people were, yeah, that's what I got. You can bet on this on Gold Derby, by the way. I, there's an article at oh, golddderby.com really? about box office predictions that you can bet how much it's going to make. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bloody, hearing those numbers, does it break 100 million and how much past 100 million? I'm thinking, uh, I want to say 215. Whoa. Holy shit. Okay. With China. With China. Oh, shit. If okay. We don't have China. No China. I think it's going to be like 150. No, d- what about domestic just opening? Domestic man? only. Oh, just domestic? Yeah, opening weekend. I think it's going to crack 100. Just from okay. what I'm hearing, like with, with pre sales and Thursday yeah. nights being sold out. Well, just, just for reference, this is not, it's not going to make as much money, but Endgame did 357 its first opening weekend. Holy 357? Shit. That's Holy shit. domestic or worldwide? Domestic. Oh, Domestic, shit. it was wow. three hundred and fifty-seven yeah. million dollars. Nothing's catching that movie for a long time. Yes. Holy shit! Then I'll stand by my two two fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> well, there they are. The box office estimates are like one ninety to two hundred million plus. Rugs, what do you think it makes opening weekend? I think it's gonna make two hundred. Really? I think it's, that's a good prediction. Fuck, 
And does it break a billion without China? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it breaks a billion without China. See, I thought it was going to break a billion easily. I think maybe it scratches the billion now. It There's still the potential. Nutsack. It's probably going to like cover eight hundred. Well, it might. Well, however, though, if I can bring this up, I think was it Force Awakens that didn't do well in China, but it still made a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah, and uh, the Joker did not even come out in China. Ooh, made, made, a billion, billion. made a billion. So dollars. there is a chance it could, you know, with inflation, it could make a billion dollars without China. Then, and you know what? I'm going to change my prediction. I think it will make. Yeah, because I forgot it. I forgot that the Chinese don't like Star Wars, but these movies keep making billions. And I'm like, who the fuck is saying? Oh, it's probably the West. All okay. those people in Denmark. <laughs> yeah, everyone in Denmark, <laughs> Amsterdam. And, yeah. yeah, there's a lot those of those guys living in their mom's movies. basements. Those yeah. Guys. Now Saudi Arabia has opened up to movies and shit. They're getting all progressive. So well, they're buying uh, wrestlers like it's Christmas. Yeah. yeah. You, do you know only 25 American movies got released this year in China? They're being really stingy. It has nothing to do with politics whatsoever. Not at all. It has They're nothing just to do with protective the, of their people. Winter Olympic boycott has nothing has to do nothing with, to do with that. No, no, no. Uh, okay, so well, my S. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the one of the tennis be, players went missing, so that, that oh, Olympic geez. boycott and, is and because of that. Yeah. What's that actress? Um, Fan Bing Bing. She's like the biggest actress in china and she like disappeared for six months oh yeah you can't say shit oh, yeah yeah oh, well anthony i heard the u.s is debating boycotting the winter olympics in beijing oh. altogether which which would be ironic because nbc would still have to air the winter olympics but the u.s wouldn't be there so this is all probably why china china does not want these american movies look if venom made 90 million dollars opening weekend this easily it's got to open to triple that i'm gonna say like 180 i'm saying 180 why wouldn't let's, it triple let's the do, 90 Let's million? do the math there. Or, sorry, 270. <laughs> double that. Wait, what? Now you're saying 270 double. No, okay, double, not triple. Okay. Triple is a lot. 270 would be triple. Double. It's got to at least double the Venom oh, yeah, opening. At least. At wouldn't least. you think? Yeah. I think I was too I conservative on my prediction. I went to art school. Yeah, that's true. You went to art school. You were, you were more in the abstract than in the abstract. Yes, I know yeah. numbers in the abstract sense. Yeah, yeah. I'll paint them. Uh, okay, so... We'll see. I got more uh, Spider-Man news coming up. But first, I want to tell the listener, let us know what you think. Spider-Man opens up to domestic. Join the conversation. Join our Facebook group. It's called Jockender Nation. Bilotti will let you in as long as you answer the questions That's properly. Answer the questions. Just, just click I agree, guys. That's it's all not you even got questions. to do. It's just the checks box. It's, it's as easy as doing the block test in kindergarten, for Christ's sakes. All you got to do is click a box and you say you agree but to the I'm rules. I'm scared to be evaluated. We That's all you got to do. Yes, it's not hard. It's a closed group. It's a great place for geeks and nerds and jocks to hang out. It is the only place right now you can see photos of me and Jim McPike at the this weekend C2E2 each other's nipples. In Chicago, we might be rubbing each other's nipples. I don't know. You got to go see what I'm going there right now. You got to go check out the photos. No, there's a picture of you. This is why I live in the city. There's a picture of me on a giant uh, battle cat from He-Man that this guy made really? holding the sword oh, of power. Wait, Jock in Nation? Yeah, Jock in Nation. Right now. How do I uh, find we, these pictures? They're, they're, it's in the Facebook group. I know, I wanna, you can't... Everyone's like It was recently posted. I pinned it to the top of the page. Okay. I, Anyways, thank you right to C2E2 for the press badges. Anthony, sorry you weren't feeling well. You couldn't make it. It was a good time. Was it, was it a, a good, good time? time? Yes, I saw Lenny. Lensations was there. He says hello. How was attendance at the show, by the way? It was, dude, Artist Alley 
was super packed. There was so much foot traffic. I was surprised. There was a lot of people. There. Everybody's having a good time. Good. And yeah, everybody just had masks on. You had to be vaccinated or proof of negative test to get in. So I felt safe. Uh, and it was a great environment, great community. I will be putting out a some audio that I recorded so you could hear live from the show floor. Where are you going to put it? Uh, I'm going to stick it up my asshole. I stick it up my asshole. Uh, it's going to come out as a bonus episode. <laughs> Sorry. Two, or Patreon or, or, or for everyone? No, it'll be in the regular feed. Okay, There'll be cool. like a convention special coming out. And also, uh got to say happy birthday to a listener, someone who's in our Jock and Nerd group. Jamie Robinson, Mr. Throwback Thursday podcast. He is Mr. Throwback Thursday. Happy 50th birthday, bud. Oh, oh, turns 50 shit. the day oh, this man. show posts, December 15th. That guy's writing our freaking uh, demo right there. He is that, our, that's, target that's our target audience. 50. We, we got him for at least another 25 how many, years. How many, how many listeners do you think we have under the age of 41? Percentage-wise? It's got to be I'm, like 5%. I, well, I'm going to be a little more generous. No. I'm going to say maybe 25%. <laughs> what'd you say what age 41 41 For, oh man i'm gonna say it's 30 percent, maybe <laughs> 41's young 41's young i know one's <laughs> the new 31 old i'm just saying that's our target demo right there. I mean, he decided to pick that number for a reason. 40 to 55 <laughs> is our target demo no no i tell people it's 18 to 54 no. male and female no we got some young kids uh listening no, i'm sure don't. of it I only got the one guy. <laughs> is there one? We, we got, got a couple. Granford's son. I think uh, Jimmy McPike. Rokas Barucas probably is young, a young guy. And then that's about it. Maybe, no, there was another one, just Rivera. too. Just Rivera is the young guy. Yes. Is he a young guy? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And we need supple. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. Um, excuse me. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's dreamy. Anyways, happy 50th, Jamie. You made it. Enjoy. Uh, 50's the new 40. Just remember that. I don't know. Sure. Oh, I'll be there in a few years. I don't want to think about it. Let's move on. You look 68. Uh, no, I'm more of like, I'm 82 on the outside. I want to see Imran sitting on, on Battle Cap, but I can't find it. <laughs> it's only in the Facebook group if you know how to use the internet. Uh, if you're not a puppet like Rug Boy. It's there. Don't worry. You're you'll find 82 it. on the outside. and like yeah. par- You're like 95-year-old paranoid woman on the inside. <laughs> No, but also I'm like a 12 year old boy. Sometimes at the same time, old woman. Uh, Well, I never. You're like a Karen. Dare you? You're a Karen on the inside. I'm like an old, old Karen. No, not a Karen. Nah, he's progressive. Is he? uh, Okay, he's 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 very progressive. He's just he just believes in every conspiracy theory known to man. I'm cold, and there's wolves after me. (laughs) My fingers hurt. (laughs) <laughs> that's what I am at the inside. So okay, back to, glass of milk. back to Spider-Man. Of course, there's going to be post-credit scenes, mid-credit scenes. Don't leave the theater. Uh, while none of them has been revealed, I believe there's going to be a mid-credit scene. But then there's a rumor that the post, the end credit scene, the last thing may be the trailer for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Ooh, now, man. remember, Kevin Feige did say WandaVision, Spider-Man No Way Home. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness are all this like big story arc. They all kind of connect. So it would make sense. They're finishing out whatever Sp- Spidey story. I think he shows up in, in Doctor Strange. But uh, what do you guys think about that? Is that cheating us out of an end credit scene? Or I think that's no, a good place awesome. to drop a trailer, right? The last time Marvel did that, they did a they did at the end of Captain America First Avenger, they did a trailer for Avengers. 
Oh, they did. That's did right. They? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. When yep. it came out. Yep. That was the end credit scene, oh. the trailer for Avengers. So they've done it before. It's been a while. And I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, I really want to see. I know they they I know they were doing extensive reshoots and while they were doing reshoots, Michael Keaton's like, oh, I'm shooting some vulture shit for something. And I just assumed it was for Doctor Strange. So this is going to be interesting to see what happens in that movie. Wanda should be in it. Uh, that should be that's going to be great. So stay in your seats, of course. Uh, the other thing I'm wondering, everyone wants to know, Tom Holland's contract. How many more movies do you think he's sticking around? Amy Pascal said we're looking at another trilogy. Uh, we used to have a number. We used to know the exact number of movies that he solo Spider-Man movies and cameo movies he was contracted to. And I think that was only because of the Sony email hack. I don't know how that information got out, but he's talking to the Hollywood reporter and he says he has a new deal. Quote, the new deal that was struck up was this understanding between the two studios that should Marvel want me to appear in one of their movies. Then it would be an open conversation. I don't think it's as black and white as I have a three picture deal with Marvel and a three picture deal with Sony. So it sounds like, He's got a three-picture deal with Marvel and Sony. Is that what it sounds like? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> sounds like he could go back and forth based on uh, whatever they're planning. I guess this is a good thing. You guys ready for more Tom Holland until he's 35 as Spider-Man? Being an adult in college? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let him do it. He's going to do it for a while. Yeah, he even had to backtrack on those comments where he's like, if I'm playing Spider-Man when I'm 30, I did something wrong. It's not his fault that Spider-Man's shitty. It's, 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 right. He's just, he's, but just it's the, a, yeah, he's just the vessel. He's the vessel. the lines. He is the body. had a funny comment earlier where you're like, I'm already looking forward to the next Spider-Man casting. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, the next Let's reboot. Let's reboot it. Let's reboot it already. Reboot what are we waiting for? Fuck it. After this movie, just get someone else. Uh, and well, then the last thing. That, yeah. Why is yeah. this thing? Why is it this thing where Spider Man is not allowed to age? No, let him age. Like, like he, in this movie, I believe he's graduating high school. He's on his way to college. Well, like, so. as soon as like Spider Man gets, he has a regular job and he's dating Mary Jane or getting married to Mary Jane. Like, it's like seems like oh, this person can't uh, start over again. If they just completely stop, it, it, like life ends there. Like you get married and then that's it. Your life well, that, is well over. everyone knows your life is over once <laughs> yeah, you get married. That's kind of yes, accurate. That's pretty much how it works. <laughs> all over. Yeah. yeah why do you think Nothing good ever happened. <laughs> that's right. Anthony is still. I don't want my life yeah. to end. No. It's a trip. Don't, don't do it. Yeah. You know what? The other thing occurred to me, speaking of Peter Parker growing up and getting a job, here's something they can't really do now is have him work for J. Jonah Jameson taking photos of Spider-Man. They fucking blew that whole thing. Yeah. That's a little disappointing. Well, like, Hawkeye's got a family. That's, yeah. And he's going on doing his thing. You know? Well, he may be done with doing his thing, too. We'll talk about that. Last thing is, press screenings for this movie. Apparently, they're only going to show, like, 40 minutes to the press to avoid any spoilers, which is... I don't know how you write a review of a thing. Only well, that sounds like it, Toby but. and Garfield are going to be at the end of the movie. Yeah, that's yeah, what it sounds the like. Third act, so they'll just let you see the beginning, and then you just got to trust them. It's yeah, how do you write a review good. for that? I don't know. How do you trust these reviews now if you've only seen forty minutes? <laughs> oh, the movie is premiering. By the way, right now as Whoa. we speak, which premiere, where, where is it at? Where is the premiere? I think it's in in uh, California. Is where the probably Los Angeles Hollywood Oakland? is where they premiere. No, I don't know. Probably not Oakland. Probably not. Not Oakland. <laughs> Oakland at I night. Would be you don't at want that bad premiere. people. Yeah. <laughs> Oakland you don't want people going. 
Uh, but it's screening right now. Different. We're gonna do this one in Oakland. So there may be spoilers and shit coming out. Be careful. There's only a few days left before it comes out. Before they've been doing the thing where uh, they had like Tom Mullins and Daya, Jacob Batalon do like a promo, basically saying don't. They were doing the whole like don't spoil it for your friends. Please don't spoil it. Oh, they're doing a PSA. Yeah, similar to what they did with Endgame. It's very important. Oh, uh, also, do you guys think someone's gonna die? Everybody thinks someone's going to die. I think I'm going to die from this. all of this talking about Spider-Man. You're going to die. Someone's going to die. Here. <laughs> he, he died 20 minutes ago, actually. All right. Let's talk about something that will get your geek boner back up. Geek boner? That is season four of Cobra Kai on Netflix, you motherfuckers. It's coming oh, out. I can't December wait. December 31st. New Year's binge. Get ready for a New Year's binge. They put out a new trailer with a lot more. Of one Terry Silver. Anthony, did you get to watch this trailer? I did. I did. I mean, it's still, you know, it looks like more of the same. I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's on Terry, brand. Terry Silver is probably the one character from the original trilogy that fits in the most. Just you can plug and play him in this and it's, it fits right away because he was so over the top in, uh, what was that? Karate Kid 3. In That's three. right. The only, yeah. the only thing I'm concerned about is. There is going to be a shelf life on this thing, and I'm hoping that the shelf life isn't this season. As in, they don't—they've already run out of stuff, and this season might be pushing. I it think they should just end far. here because there's no more Karate Kid stuff to pull from after this. Yeah, I unless you get Hillary t- Swank. I was going to say you, you get Hillary Swank rolling in there, and then the Will Smith kid to come in. Oh no! No, no, no God don't no! Do that. No, don't. That's do that. when you've gone too far. Uh, the, the, I heard talk of a season five, but honestly, if this was the last season and they finish it nicely, I would be happy with it. Bloody no, how these kids, are, by the way, are still like in high school, similar yeah. to Tom Holland. Yes, for some they're reason, like they, twenty six years old. Now. Getting old, they're looking old. Bloody, how excited are you to see Terry Silver? And it looks like at the end they tease that they're changing something big about the tournament. Uh, what's that going to be? That you can. Fight naked. I, I think they're gonna, no, no, no. Naked <laughs> fighting. What? You could juice up. You could use steroids. What's it going to be? I think they're going to let the instructors fight each other. Oh, shit. Oh, I oh, want to see that. I want to yeah. see old guys fight, fight each other. I, am, I don't know. I, 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 am, I think they can get the old instructors it's gonna fighting be, naked. Wait, I think that's old, a great idea. Saggy white <laughs> people. Imran with the fight naked suggestion when I just said these kids are supposed to be high schoolers. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so weird. Not so good weird. for Imran. Anyway, so you strange. slice it. It's either lemon parties or pedophilia. <laughs> oh, don't Google search lemon party, whatever you do. I made the mistake. Well, Lottie, that's that a good suggestion. Any chance they do the uh, kickboxer, like Tong Po, Jean-Claude Van Damme, where they dip their hands in the resin and glasses on their hands? Oh, Oh, or like how they did in Hot Shots too, where they dipped it in like hot fudge and ice cream and sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, it was so stupid. <laughs> uh, God, I'm I'm beyond excited for it. I'm like fucking Avengers and Infin- I remember when I watched the Infinity War trailer, like I was like I I wanted to like jump out of my skin. I was so excited, and I felt as soon as I saw Terry Silver, I was like, <gasps> like I got right. that MCU <laughs> excitement. Is there any way that this could be a letdown? Oh yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, this I feel like that being hyped about it is a bad idea for me because like I know that when it comes to this, they've rolled the dice a bunch of times and they've and they've hit it's worked so far. But I, there's always a time they're going to roll the dice and it's going to be bad. Yeah. And, well, uh, it's I like not the time. It, it's like you guys just said. I mean, after this, like they don't have any more movies to pull from, so they right. have yeah. now they could go back and 
and like really talk about part three if it was like a real movie, not fucking <laughs> well, the cartoon that it was. The, the the problem is too. I mean, I am I am also excited, but part three, by all accounts, is an awful, awful, awful movie. So they're pulling from a lore that isn't very good. I bet it'll make it, it'll elevate the movie a little. It'll make you see the movie because similar to how oh, it made me see so the first. Bad. This show made the, me look at the first movie completely different from like Johnny's point of view. I love that. Maybe it elevates the movie. It looks like there's some new kids they're getting. Rewatch in, that movie. Characters. There's a couple point things I want to point out. First off, Ralph Macchio is like almost thirty at that point. <laughs> yeah, he's older than Terry Silver in that and, movie. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. and he's like, bu- like he's fat. He's like busting out of like his jacket. The, <laughs> the 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 love interest that he has isn't like she just goes away midway through the movie. Well, they do you know? No, do you know why? Do you know? Why? I I read it. It's because she was underage and they didn't feel like oh, it was appropriate. Right. Yeah. So, oh shit. Oh. And they didn't like. They couldn't. They didn't have any time to recast her, so they were kind of. They, it sounds like off. they they rushed into the production. From what I oh, read, of course. And the the freaking final battle, he gets his ass kicked so badly throughout the whole thing and is like such a little bitch and like wins on like a technicality it's a technicality yeah. so he, he literally he literally fought to the death in okinawa in the second right. movie right against a guy that was probably better than mike barnes right you know this and then he's it. just scared of mike barnes then he's just scared of this guy when he was learning from silver to be this animal then all of a sudden he's scared and here's one thing that i i i always laugh at because i just rewatched it too when he punches the kid's Remember he breaks the kid's nose and he's like, oh, Mr. Miyagi, I, I got to go do something. I'll be right back. And then he goes to, to talk to Silver. Silver comes out. I don't know why he's wearing his gi, but he is, right? Of course. And then he tries to leave, right? And then what's his name? Crease is happens to also be there in his gi. Oh, yeah. And then and then Mike Barnes just happens to be in the back. And he's like, all right, let's show him what we're talking about. Like, what were these guys doing? And what did they all like see him coming through the like the like did they look through the blinds of the of the window and see him coming like all right guys you go here you go here we're going to surprise him it was it was like bad 80s movie like evil villains except it made absolutely no sense cuz these are like kids in a karate dojo yeah th- well that's the other thing why is this multimillionaire like yeah, so torturing, <laughs> torturing a teenage boy it's got a lot of questions in the all valley under 18 <laughs> yeah and his like butler and assistant don't question it at all i mean it's like Elon Musk going after like. Wasn't well, he like a like a? He's like securing like illegal, like I forget. It was like toxic, oil, waste. toxic waste. Toxic waste. Yeah. Of course, toxic waste. It's the eighties. You gotta get toxic. What are you gonna do like with the toxic getting waste? Getting rid of it for like money and shit. Yeah, I am gonna rewatch that third movie before uh, this no, it's great. last season it's hits. I gotta, <laughs> it's so because bad. it looks like they're showing clips from it. They're gonna pull a lot. I need to refresh my memory. The only it's good been thing years. they did was maybe like the little bonsai thing. That was about it. Oh, and yeah. in, in the bed with the with the green screen behind them when, when he when he repels down to get the bonsai tree yeah yeah it's so bad like you can tell it's like a giant green screen behind him it's horrible and, and then planting like the fake bonsai tree yes that's exactly what i'm talking about did you know that you know when mike barnes was that called the devil's uh throat or something something like that Devil's Devil's anus. Anus. No, I don't. do you want to hear a fun fact about the movie that my brother told me about because he's obsessed with bad movies like me he yeah. he found out that the kid snake who plays Mike Barnes's buddy is actually Terry Silver's son. Oh. Yeah, I had no idea. I'm like, really? What a terrible father. <laughs> Awful. He's like kind of fat, but he's diesel. It's he's like that weird, like fat diesel looking kid. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Yeah, he's a little he's a little chub. Yeah, he's a little chub, but he's got like a massive chest. It's crazy that Ralph Macchio's older than Terry Silver on this. Yeah. <laughs> he looks great still. 
Who? Terry te- uh, Machio. Oh, wait, here's a question. <laughs> Do you think any of these guys have practiced any karate Doesn't since look the third like season? No. Doesn't look to make like themselves it. look a little better when they throw on the geese and start throwing kicks. The kids maybe Absolutely not the old dudes. Not. No, I'm not talking no. about the kids. I'm talking you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Ralph, yeah. specifically talking about Ralph Machio. Yeah, Ralph no, he has not. He's not didn't. trying at all. <laughs> no. He's like, I'm I'm riding this out. This not trying thing. I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> He's like, it's like riding a bike. I just remember when I was a teenager. I just I don't do my practice. kata. You I just know, put my hands up. I put my leg. Stand on one leg. It's good. I got this. Well, it'll be good to see at least. At least they're doing something different, and now they're on the same team. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Johnny and uh, Ralph got to join forces. Well, I like that they're showing Johnny each other their their own techniques. Like they're right. training like each other. I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, there was a, a scene where he's like in the batting cage and trying to like block. Oh, yeah. balls coming at him. Yeah, he's doing Probably push-ups. He's doing push-ups in an abandoned warehouse. Like, yeah. that's so Johnny. <laughs> he would totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. You know what else is great? Uh, we our t-shirts that we have on our T Public well, shop. Almost as good as Cobra Kai. Yeah, almost, it's almost as, good as, as good. Cobra Kai is a Jockner podcast good. hoodie. It's getting cold. jockner.com slash shop. Uh, get a t-shirt that is spoiler time t-shirts geek boner shirts you can get rug boy on your face and chest simultaneously if you buy Whoa. a mask and a shirt right it's great get it for the your uh the geek in your life i don't know jockander.com slash shop just buy some things people last thing in the news twitter put out a series of tweets detailing talking about the you know the end of the year wrap up and uh superhero movies of 2021 do you guys want to guess what was the most tweeted about movie of 2021? Any guesses? Titanic. Uh, that is incorrect. Ooh, I think I have a guess, and not because yes. I clicked on the link. Um, <laughs> was it Zack Snyder's Justice League? It was Zack oh, Snyder's Justice I didn't click Justice on the link that you provided League. in the show notes. I just sort of guessed that. Beating out Spider-Man, No Way Home, and Eternals. Black Panther was at number four. Uh, Black Widow at number five, Suicide Squad number six. Why? Why would you guess that? It's kind. It kind of makes sense. Bloody. Oh, Titanic didn't come out in twenty twenty one. No, it uh, that's, that's true. Yeah. I uh, well, I just figure that out, Bilotti. I don't know. I just clicked on your link. Yeah, well, well, this is, <laughs> I think I. I think it's because if you remember correctly, if I remember correctly, that movie was willed into existence by the fans on Twitter, was it not? Absolutely. It was. So Twitter. why would? So that makes perfect sense that those Twitters, yeah. tw- Twitter kids would go on and impossible. About it was not okay. <laughs> not done that way. I they, have t- they, record. Li- <laughs> they tweeted it into existence and then they, they went and patted themselves. That's back. impossible. It's impossible. How did that happen? And then they went on Twitter and tried to tweet uh, climate change and it didn't work out. And they realized that they failed. They could get a movie made. They can't fix the climate. They can't fix Twitter. climate, but they can get. A, a subpar superhero movie made. What do you think of that movie, Bellotti? It's not that bad. It's actually, actually not. It, uh, for four hours, I was actually entertained. I was shockingly entertained. There's some epic shit in there. And Superman was cool. I mean, there's no explanation for the black suit whatsoever. No. And he kind of still doesn't talk, and that's a little weird. And I like, I like Cyborg, but it's. I just don't want to see that DC universe. It sucks. <laughs> Well, it's over. That, it, it that really part sucks. Of it is over. Like, like they're sucking, and then there's what these guys did. It's amazing. Are you looking forward to the Batman though? Matt Reeves, the Batman. I'm looking forward to a new Matt Reeves movie. Yeah, and what and what he did with the Apes movies was unparalleled to make movies about talking gorillas that fucking good. Yeah. So I'm excited to see it only because of him. If it was not him, I would be like, eh, I'll stay home, watch it on HBO Max, I guess. 
I think it's going to be good. I'm sure it's going to be good. It looks like it's almost like the movie Seven. It looks like it's very yeah. inspired by Seven. All right, that's it for the news for now. We're going to take a quick break right here, play some promos, and come back and talk about this week's episode of Hawkeye on Disney Plus right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. I'm Imran. And I'm Sophia. I'm the brother. And I'm the sister. And we are watching a show about cousins. We're your hosts for Dance of Joy, a Perfect Strangers rewatch podcast. We grew up watching the 80s hit sitcom, and now we'd like you to join us every week as we rediscover our love for our favorite TV cousins, Balky and Larry. You can find our show at danceofjoypod.com and on all major podcast platforms. Now we are so happy, Sophia. We do the Dance of Joy. Iman, this is a podcast. They can't see us. Oh, Popo. Hey, my name's Paul, and I'm not an animal expert. I'm Donna, and I'm not an animal expert either. And together we do a podcast about animals called Varmints. Every week we pick an animal, do a bunch of research on it, and bring you some interesting facts about that animal. But we don't stop there. We talk about that animal in movies, TV, and other pop culture. And we talk about whether or not that animal would make a tasty dish, and how intelligent we think it is on the scale of 1 to 10. It's exactly like one of those fancy PBS nature documentaries. Except with more poo jokes. New episodes go live every Thursday wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Or you can visit us at blazingcariboustudios.com. <laughs> Varmints! Varmints! <laughs> <laughs> Listener, if you enjoy the show and want to support the show, visit our fan club, jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jockandnerd! Gets you a bunch of cool stuff when you support the show, like access to an exclusive RSS feed where the shows come out early. There's bonus content, instant reactions. Oh, you better believe this week there will be instant reactions to Spider-Man No Way Home. And there are post shows. I want to say a huge thank you to our listener, Patreon supporter, Jesse Rodriguez, who has been enjoying the last two post shows we came out. He's loved them so much that he increased his support this week. (laughs) Thank you, Jesse Rodriguez. Thank you. Oh, thanks. Thank you, Uncle Jess. He well, he enjoyed our, our our conversation about movie runners, and then rugs. He really enjoyed us just talking about action shows from the eighties and nineties uh, for uh, like I can twenty bullshit minutes. Bullshit about anything you yeah, want. We were we were just bullshitting about old TV shows that sucked that we used to watch, and he uh, he loved that. So there's always fun stuff like that. Were and you, were you thinking of your next show that you're going to do a podcast on? No, no, we were just we went down a rabbit hole uh-huh. of like because uh, rugs started talking about Knight Rider. And then we were like, what other shows were there yeah, we used to watch that suck? Netflix, so I went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> Does not, these shows that. do not hold up, but they're nostalgia porn uh, for us. Uh, there Also, you get, when you sign up for our Patreon Discord benefits, you can join our exclusive Patreon-only Discord server, monthly geek out hangouts. We've been doing it every month. Lots of fun. This month's hangout, December 23rd, Thursday. That's next week. 8 p.m. We'll geek out about Spider-Man. Yeah, come no bullshit home. with us. I'll see if Dope Pope wants in again. He had fun last time. Uh, Ethan popped in from Australia. That was fun. Gotta get Bilotti in on this. Bilotti, if you're free and not doing nothing uh, Christmas Eve Eve, you can come hang out and you voice your opinion. Because I'm not going to be there. Oh, Uh-oh. shit. 
All right, we'll see. We'll All see. Right. You never know who shows up, listener. That's why you got to sign up, jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Okay, let's get to this week's review. We are up to Hawkeye, episode four on Disney Plus, this episode titled Partners. Am I right? Uh, here's your spoiler alert. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Anthony, catch us up. What happened on episode four? This is going to be tough. This week. Yeah. Because I, I watched it when it came out last week, okay. and it's been a while, but... Do the best you can. Let me think about this. So it ended two weeks ago with them in uh, Kate Bishop's house. And the swordsman had a sword to Hawkeye's neck. Jack Duquesne. Jack Duquesne. And they're there because they're basically trying to figure out who Jack is and who um, some of these tracksuit mafia people are. So then we have a little little scene where Hawkeye and Kate Bishop are explaining this to the family. The family is like, yeah, please just leave our daughter out of it. So Hawkeye's kind of solo. Kate Bishop's not helping him, but then they, they get back together because Hawkeye's sad because he's not around his kids. Yeah, he's alone. So they do a little movie night and uh, they're just tracking down this watch, tracking down a, a watch because at the beginning of the season, the tracksuit mafia was trying to get this watch and there's some sort of significance to this watch and a bunch of other shit happens. I'm not going to run through the entire thing because it's only a 40 minute episode and I don't want to know. Well, we all know the entire plot. We all know that the watch is the watch that Christopher Walken brought over from. I carried this watch up my ass (laughs) for six months for your father. It's not that watch. That would have been amazing. It's the fucking Pulp Fiction watch. There's a mystery about the watch. And we get a cameo of a returning character. There's a rooftop fight scene. We'll get into all of that. Bilotti, what do you think of the show so far, Hawkeye, four episodes in? It's probably the most convenient writing I've ever seen. Oh, it's super convenient. Absolutely. It's so much convenience. I, I have a hard time getting past that. Or like the first episode when she's fighting the people. Uh, the tracksuit guys, and she's like trying to open a car door in New York City, and one of them was open. And I was like, that doesn't happen in New York City. <laughs> oh, and then it happened kid. again with episode four, where she gets knocked off the roof, and then she just walks into the building to go upstairs. That doesn't happen. You got to buzz <laughs> to get in. So uh, That's true. The first <laughs> time she walks in with someone, the second time she just walks right in the building. Yeah, all the New York stuff just just annoys me because it's so like you can't have a car chase like that in new york it's sorry it's no no if you go to staten island or maybe way out in queens but you're not going over the manhattan bridge like that shit come on no come on you do it's entertaining but for marvel it's like i said it's really convenient and marvel they don't usually write this convenient so i'm a little uh, a little taken aback by a little disappointed it's holding my interest you know i don't remember echo from the books but i know she came later uh, I think yeah, she's in Daredevils. Yes, and she is the stepdaughter of Correct. Kingpin, right? Correct. And she has the hand with the from her father, you know, the hand on the face. I don't know if she had the prosthetic limb. No, that no, that's real. That oh, so that's for the actor the has actress, a prosthetic yeah. limb. Yeah, oh, and she's oh, really? a deaf actress. The actress has oh. a prosthetic limb. Yeah, I I like how they work it into some of the fight scenes. Like uh, they didn't do it a lot this episode, but they did it in the other. Wow, one. that's that's a very inclusive. Uh, Casting choice there. She's great. Also, She's the girl in yeah, real, real deaf in real press. Wow. She's amazing. The girl that played her younger in the flashback is like her cousin. 
which is why she looked just like her. Oh, uh, but I do like uh, Alakwa Cox is her name. I'm so far I'm enjoying her performance. Is she Native American? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, she's checked all the boxes. All the boxes have been checked. Yes. Talk about the most woke character ever. Well, wow. there's only one thing left. <laughs> hey, what's that? <laughs> what's that? <laughs> Don't say it. I don't know. What yeah, it don't is. even leave it. In. You know what it is. I don't know. <laughs> <even say it. laughs> All right. Well, what do you think about what happened in this episode? Uh, are, we, are we going right to the the spoils or? Okay, I'll we tell you. She has we... to be a computer hacker. Oh yeah, <laughs> everyone. No, that's yeah. Kate Bishop is a computer hacker. We can spoil it. Go ahead. Well, the Yelena blah 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 shows yes. up at the end. Geek oh my god, that was. That was it was a clunky introduction, but I was excited oh, to see I, her. First of all, the stunt lady and and whatever don't look anything like body wise. I'm like, why is all of a sudden she a foot shorter? Um, the person who was and she comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Like there wasn't even like a hint of someone's watching you. All of a sudden, he's just like fighting her. Like she's just there. I wasn't yeah. surprised because there was. Um, I didn't read any spoilers, but I kept seeing what's her name, Florence Pugh, trending. And I kept seeing pictures, but oh fuck, does that mean she's on? The, and I was like, you know what? That probably means she's on the show. And yeah, it was so when she showed up, I was like, okay, that makes <laughs> the sense. Instagram actually blocked her account because she was like posting about being in the show before it actually came out, and they like they blocked, they turned her account off or something. Yeah, I think she's that mad. when they show the flashback to Echo, that was totally the kingpin. 100%. Yeah, I thought that was the cameo we're gonna we were gonna get. It, uh, maybe it's next week. Oh, that was a, def- no, that was episode three. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that I in. Definitely there. think that's Wilson Fisk. Yeah, I think they're bringing him in. Well, if you yeah, if you remember from Black Widow, we knew that she was going to show up in this show. Yeah, because the, the the end credit scene, I I thought the fight scene was okay. It you know it wasn't kind of like kind of hard to figure out what was going on, but I did. There was a light like a nice little callback where Kate Bishop has a shot a chance to basically shoot. Yelena Belova, and she shakes her head mm-hmm. like, no, don't do it. And mm-hmm. that's basically like a callback to when Clint and Black Widow, they always talk, refer to this. Clint was sent to assassinate Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow, and he made a different call. Well, that's the conversation they have earlier right. where he, she's like, what's the best shot you ever took? And right. he goes, the one I didn't take. And he tells her the story. And that was great. So there, there's some, probably some foreshadowing there of, of a relationship between Kate and Yelena being like good friends or whatever. They're probably going to become friends. I like seeing the red stingers, like the Black Widow color stingers. And he knew right away, like, there's a widow after me. That's when it gets uh, real. That's when it gets real. Uh, why? My question is still, why do you think Valentina wants Clint killed? Why does she want him out of the way? What does he know? I guess that'll be revealed. I guess there's some sort of Dark Avengers thing that they're building towards. Yeah, I think they have, they're, they're doing is they're building towards a team. I don't know if it's even Valentina or maybe like someone paid. Her boss. Yeah, someone paid for it and Valentina's delivering the message. Does she do that in the books? Has anyone read up on her? Valentina? Uh, She's a Hydra know. agent in the books, isn't she? Yeah, she doesn't really Contessa. do much like 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 this. They're using her in a different fashion. Yeah, yeah. She's like changed so many things, and like she was a love interest, and she was Shield, and she was high. Like they kind of write her in the books to kind of fill whatever role. She they was need Fury's love interest at one point, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, does she have the green costume in the books? For the green costume, I think it's Madame Hydra. Oh, yeah. I think that's who the she's well. supposed to be. No, I think yeah, I think she, no, I think she's her own thing. But Valentina has like purple. Oh, okay. Contessa Allegra. 
Valentina. Yeah, and by the end of it, they're split up again. Clint's like, go home. This has gotten real. We're done. But obviously, they're going to get back together because there's still scenes in the Rockefeller Center where they're next to each other. I want to talk about Clint's wife, Laura Barton. She she knows more things than I thought she knew. I think She's it's a very little spy-like. Ah, yeah, I think it's very interesting. She can speak German. She Maybe knew, she was a CIA agent. Was she a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, former S.H.I.E.L.D. agent? She, there's a transmitter that they have that tracks the watch. She's the one that brings up the watch. Well, he's going and, to her to, like, look up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's his fucking guy in the chair, and she she knows a lot. So I'm like, and so what he says about the watch is that it is belongs to someone he used to work with who has been out of the game for a long time, but their identity is tied to the watch. Whose fucking watch is it? I thought it was Tony Stark's watch, but I don't think it is. I don't is think it his watch. Yeah, I don't is know. It? That's, I think it, I mean, it's someone that's going to be tied back to his family and potentially put him in danger. Could be his brother. Could or oh, yeah, his brother in. he has a brother in the comics that he's never talked about. Is it her? Is it Laura Barton's watch? Is it his watch? Is it Fury's watch? Is it a new character that they can introduce? Could be a new character, right? Yeah, they can go that route. It's the one who remains. <laughs> oh god, he doesn't need a watch. He is tied. He is a watch. Yeah, no. it's man. Jack's evil brother, Jack Duquesne's evil brother, Jack Ducocaine. Jack Duquesne. <laughs> Coke Duquesne. My name is Coke Duquesne. But I mean, overall, this episode, it, I, I feel like episode three and four could have been like one episode. It was kind of just like a hangout, kind of slow down episode. I did enjoy the hanging out part. And when she brought him pizzas and she learns how to fling a quarter like a weapon, which is like a thing from the comics, too. And obviously, you know, that's going to come in handy probably in the last episode where she flicks a fucking quarter. To save the day. Yeah, and then Michael Jackson's going to start dancing and saying, are you okay? It's one of those episodes where they're kind of putting all the pieces in place. Like, okay, now we have this person, this thing, and this thing's going to be like... So, I thought it was fine. You know, I I wasn't... I think overall the show has just been okay for me. I'm not, like, blown away by it, but I'm not like I'm not offended as much as Bellotti is. Although if I guess I lived if if I lived in New York, I would be offended. You would definitely be offended. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I think it's more it's more just exciting in that potentially we'll get the kingpin. Like that's the I think that's kind of the hook for me at this point. And kingpin brings other things into the fold as well. Yeah, yeah. Now let me ask you guys something about this about Marvel in general. And you know, like obviously we're all Marvel fans, and we all drink the Kool Aid with it. Do you get sort of taken out of it a little bit because you're just waiting for the setup for the next thing as opposed to just enjoying what it is at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like A little bit. I hear, I see what you're saying. You know, like when you watch like, I don't know, a movie like Winter Soldier, like you're just watching Winter Soldier and there's nothing else around it. But when yeah. you're watching something like this or, I don't know, Captain Marvel or even Doctor Strange, you're just sort of waiting to see what they build towards and it's like, oh, they're going to bring this guy in and I just want to get to that and I don't yeah, care about it. Yeah. Clint's story. I just wonder if there's like a uh, a limit to that, or if there's a point where it's like, can we just focus on what's in front of us instead of what's coming? Which is, I think, a lot of people have criticized Marvel for, but I think those people haven't seen the best of Marvel. I think they just go off of some of the weaker entries. Well, I, don't know. I, I think when you have a universe that is um, based in 
places that actually exist. Like, for example, they're in New York right now. Yeah. Um, there's going to be new, if there's New York stuff that's ex- established, it should maybe cross paths. Like, if you're having a fucking crazy shit blowing up, you know, uh, Doctor Strange might be like, hey, there's something blowing up over there. And Spider-Man might be like, hey, there's something blowing up over there. It's this, my city. You know, it's like they're all in the same place. And it'd be, it's weird that they don't affect each other. All of these different heroes that are in New York right now. Like, well, we so, just talked about how you see the Rogers, the musical billboard in that Spider-Man clip. Like, where's fucking Spider-Man and all this? Is this happening at the same time as this movie? Well, this takes place, what, like a year after Endgame or something? Correct. And... He could have been in England, right? For Far From Home. Isn't that how Marvel usually tries to like yeah, skirt they, around I, it? Yeah, they he right? could be. Yeah. Remember because like Ragnarok, Thor, like that that took Thor and Hulk out of the Civil War equation. Oh, right, 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 right. Like, I think that for the most part, like a lot of the stuff could be under the radar, like just as typical New York shit that happens. Right. Yeah, that's true. But when you have a giant arrow that's flying out of the sky, <laughs> it's like screams Hawkeye and Spider Man's like, hey, I know that guy. I, I think I dude. know him. Yeah. I mean, I think the other problem is, you know, we want to hear about the next announcement. Phase four, phase five. What are you building up to? Let me get the logos. Let me get the schedule. And now you have set this. And anti- imagine we didn't know. Imagine they didn't tell us anything. And we just had to watch one thing at a time and wait till the end to see what was being set up. But I think, body to your point, it does kind of take some of the wind out of it where I do kind of feel I'm like, all right, just get to it. We know it's getting here. Let's go. And I can't just enjoy the moment as well, the, much. The, the problem, I think, with this, I think there's some stuff that Marvel does where you are kind of like more excited for what's next. And there's some stuff that you're just enjoying what they're putting in front of you. I think for Hawkeye so far, I don't think they're really. I think it's a fine. Like I mentioned, I think it's a fine show. I think the acting's fine. I think I, I do enjoy Kate Bishop. I like Clint Barton. I like some of the stuff. But I don't think they're necessarily going for a home run show right now, and it kind of shows. So it's a bridge. These are all like bridge shows. It's not. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a bridge. I just say it's just kind of like it's just like a nice little like snack. But it's not oh, really. They're, they're not yeah. really like. I don't think they're aiming for they're, greatness with this. They're just show. like towing the line right now. Yeah. So you kind of you and we kind of all knew that when we saw the trailers for this. Yeah. So we're like, yeah. oh, this is this is what it is. It's a little fun little Christmas show. So. I don't. Th- I don't really like. I, I don't think. I don't think we're we're overwhelmed by it because I don't think they're trying to overwhelm anyone with this stuff. Well, it's always funny when Marvel they'll release a show and before it finishes they say, "Oh, like Echo's getting a spinoff." It's like, "Oh, yeah. we, we just met her," and then it's like Agatha Harkness, Agatha, which yeah. I don't even know if the world really needs a show on, on Agatha yeah, Harkness. They're making there's like fifteen things coming out in the next like year. Yeah. Nobody yeah. I don't think yeah, anyone wants an Echo lot. show or just getting to it's know the character. And I they guess. announced that shit before we even met the character. That's what I mean. It's like, okay, you're okay. So I guess the character doesn't die. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm really curious how that Echo show, how they're going to do that. Well, I think she turns and she's. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that she's actually Wilson. deaf. Oh, well, everyone just has to learn sign language. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, pretty That's much. All. A whole sign language show. Yeah. Hmm. They get, yeah. Put Daredevil in. It'll be like uh, Sound of Metal, dude. That was a good, great movie. It's all in the Actually, sound mixing. Actually, she would. Uh, she I, when she stomped on the the thing, yeah, on the hearing aid. I was like, oh, that's like I remember yeah. that from Sound of Metal. Deaf people yeah. don't like hearing aids. No, they they yeah, they like embrace it. They embrace. They, it. they don't embrace think of it, it as learning. I remember that. 
I mean, in her case, it like gave her kind of enhanced her other senses. She can still, you know, she can do stuff. Other well, that, yeah, that's her whole thing is she's able to, she's like Terrible. taskmaster. She can mimic yeah. anything because yeah. she's had yeah. to pay attention to everything. Yeah. On a different level. Uh, and uh, Kate does figure out Clint is Ronan pretty much in this episode. I thought that was interesting. We find out Jack Duquesne is the CEO of the company that runs the tracksuit mafia. Uh, and Eleanor calls her boss. But do, do you think Jack is being used? Does he know he's the CEO? I don't know about Jack anymore. Yeah, he's dirty. <laughs> he's But uh, is he dirtier than the mom? Because the mom is mom, definitely the mom shady. Is the dirtiest of the dirty. Who is pulling oh, yeah. the fucking strings? I don't. I actually don't really like Jack's character. Yeah, because he just is not a real person to me at all. He's kind of goofy. Yeah, he's he, a little no one act like that. <laughs> He reminds me of like Ricardo Montalban from Fantasy Island or something. Come <laughs> to the island and fulfill like all your d- fantasies. A little Desi, Desi Arnaz from yeah, I Love Lucy. It's a little yeah. goofy. It's a little goofy. But that was cute when he got his her mom to dance and he says all the sayings wrong and yeah, I don't know. It's right. a killer. It's a cute little thing. Yeah. Clint gets his sword back uh, on the down low, which is good. So he's got the Ronin the, sword the, and the One suit. of the problems, I think, with the Marvel shows so far is because they're doing the whole like we're going to reveal the villain at the end type thing. Yeah. yeah. I mentioned this on, I think the, f- the f- first two episodes that we reviewed, you're not really like, there's not a, like an epic clash you're building yeah. towards. Yeah. You're like, you're not like daredevil season one. I said this before. I'll say it again. You were really looking forward to daredevil versus Kingpin. Mm-hmm. That's what you wanted to see. I still, I still think about that last episode where they, they face each other and he goes, yeah, he's like, the city's mine. And he's like, come take it like that. Right. Whole yeah. fucking build up was incredible. Right. Whereas, whereas Marvel's gone the route, they've done this with WandaVision, they did this now with Loki, and they're doing it here with Hawkeye, is they're going with this mystery behind who's the villain and what's going yeah. on, which is like, I am interested in like the reveal, but it doesn't make for a very good like no. final, like, what are we building towards type thing. We're, we're building towards a reveal rather than a, a conflict being like decided. Right. Whereas Daredevil, you had like two freight trains heading right. towards you each you other. You don't have that here. And the you, characters you don't are have more developed if you do it the other yeah. way. Yeah. Where it's a, it's a choice. You develop this villain, yeah. and the villain changes throughout the story and gets right. more and more powerful or gets yeah. more and more diabolical or desperate or gets some kind of huge advantage. So reveal will, will at the like lend penultimate episodes, if you reveal the, the villain. Then it's all exposition of what them explaining themselves. Mm-hmm. And that kind of like sucks. So it's better to create a villain throughout the whole story and let that villain grow and become more powerful and be the opposite side of the coin to the hero. And it just makes it have so much more depth when they collide eventually. Yes. Yeah. They, shit, they, for, for whatever crazy. reason, they've, they've really latched on to like um, the whole mystery like what's the mystery type thing? It's done, they do it for everything. Yeah, yeah, it's just. Yeah, I guess they really are enabling. Like fan, they, they, that's what they want is they want speculation. Yeah, yeah, they want people to guess. They want people to. I mean, I even think you know that Spider-Man trailer where you see the lizard getting punched by someone invisible. At first, I was like, why would they let that out? But they they do that shit on purpose. They like fucking with people. They want people to talk about it. And now they just milk that on these shows where else you should have. It would be nice to have a develop. They've got a villain problem. Like they haven't really developed a lot of their recent villains. 
it's you yeah know, they've outside always, of your Thanos. They've always kind of had a villain problem. Although yeah. the you know the build up to Thanos was incredible. And yeah, it, and it totally that worked. Delivered. And I think Mysterio was a good build up. I mean, it was obvious that he was a he was lying the whole time. You know, the whole yeah. first half of the movie, but the whole like I don't know like late I don't know late inning or late late inning late movie reveal. Yeah, the third act reveal. The, the whole, they, yeah, that's that's that's. The they're relying thing. on that a lot, especially a lot. And in then these shows. There's no yeah. payoff. Like that whole, like I, again, I always go back to that first season of Daredevil where they just they meet up, or or Batman and Joker in the Dark Knight. You know, it all leads to like one moment. And they don't they don't do that very well. And also, if Kate works at a security company, how does she not know that like blinking strobe lights are are alarms for hard of hearing people? You think she would have fucking picked that up right away when they were in the apartment? Conveniently not. Yeah, Kate. She works. She works at a security company. Her mom's security company. Well, she doesn't really work there. She's kind of written as a dumbass. Yeah, she really is. See, but then sometimes she's very capable. When she needs to be, but she is written well, she's like, really like required. Yeah, yeah, she's athletic, but she's not written very smart. No, no, she isn't. Uh, okay, what do you guys think, Bilotti? Do you think Clint makes it home for Christmas? <laughs> do you think he Hawkeye survives this show? Do they kill him in this show? No, no. And pass it up. That, no? that wasn't even a thought in my head. Okay, that's a little too probably too dark for this for, lighthearted. For I think he just. Wow. I think what we're looking at is a as a passing of the torch. I think I see sure. what they're doing. They're sort of going to go with the, like a Young Avengers, you know, a little bit more diverse sort of MCU from here on out with them. You know, they had the white guys. <laughs> you know, the, the, that's the, time for the kids. It's the four white dudes, and now it's like, okay, let's let's get some women in there. <laughs> let's change it up a bit. No, they're definitely building the Young Avengers. There was another rumor that Kate. Uh, Haley Haley Stanfield was on the set of Ant Man Quantum Mania, right. and then people are saying, "Oh, maybe she's recruiting Cassie Lang to be in the Young Avengers." Right? You she have is, all of she's them. She's too good of an actress to just be in this one series. You know what I mean? They wouldn't have casted her for just for a one-off. Yeah, no, she'll be in the big. She'll be in a big movie. Yeah, and she's young. Like Marvel likes them young, right? They yeah. they get they get them young, like the way Disney likes to get them. <laughs> get them when they're babies. Get we'll them when they're babies life. and just yeah, hook them on, hook them onto the drugs of Disney. There's some programming in Mickey yeah. Mouse that makes babies no, but, hooked. But financially, it makes sense because then they could, yeah. unless they're Sam Jackson who just makes a thousand movies a year and he doesn't care. But you know, you got a young, and then you could just like you know make like trilogy of like, movies with her. It makes perfect sense business wise. Do you, do you think you know this whole uh, this uh, series is based on that Matt Fraction David Asia run? And we were talking about how. They're pulling a lot of visuals from the David Asia art, probably not writing him a check. They do it again in this episode that one T-shirt Kate is wearing at, at uh, Clint's place, the Leica. It's black and white. She wears the same shirt in the comics, and the shirt is actually designed by David Asia based on uh, the first Russian dog in space, Leica. Bilotti, they should send him a check every time they use his shit, and they're probably not. What do you um, think? If they're using his artwork on a shirt, you have to get clearance for that. And if mm. you don't, then you have to pay. And I think, and I could be completely wrong, but because they use so much of his stuff in the marketing of it, that might yeah. have been a way to give him some money, you know, uh, rather than say, oh, yeah, we're, we were inspired by it. We don't owe you right. anything, but hey, we're going to yeah. use your shirt. Let's let's cut your check for 10 grand or something. That's See, usually that, how it works. Okay, that's not bad. That's if he. Yeah. That's and good he gets. for him. Good for him yeah. if he's. You know, he should be getting money. I mean, that's like I said. You have to get. 
You have to get official clearance. We can't even spray graffiti on the wall that looks like real graffiti because apparently we can get sued. Like that's how by serious. the graffiti artist. Yes. By really, yes. we. I have Whoa. to make it up. I have to go Whoa. and just write so gibberish you can't on the wall. Mimic someone's tag. No, if you, you want. You it. cannot. Holy mimic shit! It. You have to get wow. clearance. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that? Wow. Crazy? Can you just do a dick and balls? Yeah, that, just do a dick and balls anymore? everywhere. As long as it's not on an existing piece of. Uh, as long as nobody else has spray painted dick and balls anywhere else. Yeah. That's wild. Because how are you going to try to down that dude? Sue you for that. To get yeah, she owns the dick yeah, and balls. Yeah, she really truck. is. She, she, she you have to get licensing from her. License that out, Lisa Morrison. You'll make millions. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. So far, you know, it's a good, it was a good episode. I think uh, the, they're teasing that episode five will break the internet. Now, well, here's leads, what's going to happen. What's going to happen? Because it leads up into Spider Man. Does it tie into Spider Man? Yeah. This is here's what's going to happen. Wilson Fisk going to show up in this one. Yep. And then Daredevil's going to show up at Spider Man later in the week, Yeek, and then you'll, just, yeah. you'll have the both bo- boom. Both of them have shown up now in a Marvel thing, and the there it week. is. Boom, boom, done. Man, if that's what they're planning and they pull that off, that shit is crazy. That's going to be great. My, my, the only thing I'm uh, wondering is if, if it's like the same Wilson Fisk or if they're just using the same actor, but it's a different interpretation of Wilson Fisk. I think they'll be the same actor and a well, different interpretation. Okay. Right. But different interpretation of both characters. Got it's it. not going to be the same Daredevil Wilson Fisk from Netflix, but it is going to be Wilson Fisk, but it's going to be their own. Wilson, I don't been know how you change it. To acknowledging the Netflix stuff, yeah, no, no, I think they they re they rewrite it. How you change it, I'm not sure. To make it your own, I think that the Marvel stands will allow anything. So the, they just already, want to see him. Yeah, they they've already permitted this. They've consented to. All right, use Wilson Fisk however you like. As long as you get with Wilson Fisk with this actor, you can do whatever you want. You can change things, but. As long as it's Vincent D'Onofrio and he's Wilson Fisk, we're good. Yeah. And the same with Daredevil. I think yeah, if you, yeah. you want Cox, you get it. You get Cox. You're going to get Cox. In the red suit. But we're going to do it our way. Yeah. Gotta make it, like maybe we meet Matt Murdock in Spider-Man and he's not Daredevil yet. You know, something like that. Mm, still got to be some Daredevil. It's a little weird. Oh, it's definitely be it. weird. It's yeah. Be really yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. You'd have to like play a lot of mental gymnastics. Like what? But how did? Was it I'd like he? to see them acknowledge it. I'd like to see that. But that the tonally the dare those Netflix shows, especially Daredevil, were so different than what the Marvel MCU was doing or is right. doing. Yeah, yeah, they were actually good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the most part, yeah, they, they were compelling. Yeah, they were very good. I mean, it still holds up as like one of the best superhero TV shows. That was a great show. I think I love all have, three of those seasons. I, I never watched season three. Is it worth watching? Season yes, three is good, great. Dude. Oh, really? Yeah. It, that's the one with Bernthal and Punisher. No, nope, that's right. You're, no, you're absolutely wrong. That's, that's the uh, second one. That's when that's the second one. Hawkeye is in the or not bullseye. Hawkeye. Bullseye. Bullseye. Is the third oh, the bullseye. They do I know the whole like. Uh, oh, what if bullseyes watch? I don't know. Mm. That That's a pretty deep cut right there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hawkeye is just bullseye. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. In the comics, Bullseye does become bad Hawkeye. He becomes Dark Avenger Hawkeye. Oh, oh he does. Really? Yeah. Um, when they put together Dark Avengers, he's Hawkeye. Makes yeah. sense. They have the same talent. Well, it does make sense. I'd love to see that Hawkeye come back. He was fucking. You got You should watch that third season, Milani. It's it was, good. It was good. I will. Is it on? Uh, is it still on Netflix or what? Is, is it, it still on Netflix? That is a good yeah, question. Is. I was watching it the other day. Oh, it is. Okay. okay. They should keep that on there. Yeah, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, oh, watch I them all again. I was like, oh, wait, I never saw. 
Now, does the third season take place after the Defenders or before? It does, yeah. Picks after the right Defenders. After the Defenders. So I don't, do I need to watch the no, Defenders? No. no. I, I never watched that. Or the, you, all you need to know from the Defenders that will be relevant to Daredevil Season 3 is uh, Charlie Cox, at the end of the Defenders, gets, basically has a building fall on him because he doesn't oh, want right. he doesn't want to leave Elektra. Oh, okay. So yeah. they both kind of like it. Yeah, they, they get crumpled in rubble. Oh, okay. That's yeah, don't watch Defenders. It was, it was shite. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It wasn't the worst, but it was. It, was, it wasn't Iron definitely Fist. Definitely no. It wasn't Iron Fist bad, but it was I'm a the letdown. Immortal Iron Fist, the protector of Kun Lun. Colleen, do you know who I am, Colleen? <laughs> I'm Danny Rand. Danny Shut Rand, the, the immortal protector up. of Iron Fist. Uh, so we'll probably see more Yelena. Also, the promo for next episode shows more Yelena being charming. I like Flash uh, She's great. I can't wait to see more of her. I want to see more of her chemistry. She does the three-point landing, even though she doesn't like doing it. She does it in, in the episode. Or the stunt person does. She was a bright point for me in the Black Widow movie. Oh, I, she's great. Yeah, I really just didn't care for that movie, but I liked her. She was good. Right on. We'll see. Episode 5 should be a big one, and uh, maybe it ties into Spider-Man. Let's do some news from the nation right now. <laughs> It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. <laughs> it stinks. It stinks. It stinks. This is going great. A quick rapid fire fart right off the stop, right off the top. Because he don't expect it, and yeah, it yeah, always makes yeah, you chuckle. Yeah. Always makes you chuckle. Uh, Blake Braden posted a link to an article titled Cowboy Bebop canceled at Netflix after one season saying uh, he enjoyed it. He thought it was pretty good. Actually, it got canceled just a few weeks after it premiered. Were, were you and guys like talking about this show and things? We were. We anticipating watched the whole it. thing. Uh, it's one of the most beloved animes. Rugs and I watched the whole thing. A lot of people in the Facebook group, it split decision a lot. It seemed like people who didn't know the anime enjoyed the show. Some people who loved the anime thought the show was very disappointing. And then some people who saw the anime also enjoyed the show. So broad spectrum. But gone are the days when you give a show a couple of seasons to develop and succeed if it doesn't hit. I don't know, Rugs, what do you think? Is this a justified going out like Jupiter's Legacy? Like that show, I can they understand. They could have tuned it up and made it better. Just like Jupiter's Legacy, they could have tuned it up, made it. But I think it was so expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they Absolutely. did like a lot of. It was it had a lot of CG. Yeah. It had a lot of uh, uh, sets that they had to build, and they had a lot of costume design, and and they had the you know it was really like I would say set heavy. There are a lot of sets, so I think that's expensive and time consuming. And the action sequences left a lot to be desired, so they really needed to spend more money on that. And I don't think that the reception was good enough, uh, and the amount of well, hype that, and the, talk, the buzz, like yeah. all of the buzz was bad. Like everything, because what happened was they released the images of the of the characters, and then one of the the female character who was playing, uh, I forgot her name already, Faye um, Valentine. Faye Valentine. Went out on a did this tirade against the fans, calling them losers and shit. <laughs> and um, that's never helpful. 
And that just automatically, like, all right, now you just stacked the deck against you now. Yeah, yeah. And then this show better be awesome. And you know what? She wasn't bad at all, really. No, she wasn't. Yeah, she, uh, she was fine uh, as yeah. an actress and everything. They just gave her stupid things to say and yeah. stupid things to do, but it wasn't really her portrayal that was bad. So that's a writing problem. And th- th- this was fraught with writing problems because Cowboy Bebop is a very much – this kind of class uh, based thing where, um, you know, every the whole thing about Cowboy Bebop is that like they're they're criminals, but they have a better code of honor than most people who are supposedly white collar right. or cops. Right. Or whatever. Like the cops are all crooked. The white collar collar people are all fucking miserable, terrible people. But these bounty hunters have a code in their family. They stick together. And they help each other out and they even like cut people a break. They even like at their own loss of money and losing bounties, they actually kind of always are on the side of being good. Right. And this show kind of didn't, did, they lost that, that focus a little bit. And what they did with the character at the end, I'm going to spoil it. Um, they, they took like this main bad character that's kind Radical of Radical Ed or you mean Vicious? No, no, I'm talking about Vicious. Okay, Vicious. Like Vicious is like this looming character in the anime that you don't really see a lot of. And right. here they did the mistake of they used him too much. Yeah, yeah. And he was like a whiny bitch. They tried to like almost like um uh fucking uh what's his name in the dark in the new Darth Vader movies. What's his name? Uh Kylo Ren. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate when I can't remember a name right away. <laughs> Kylo Ren, like, you know, Kylo Ren was like a whiny bitch, and everybody yeah, was like, yeah. was making fun. Like, it was like the same effect. Like, right. too much of the bad guy, too whiny, too stupid, blah, blah, blah. It was almost like Dark Helmet from fucking Spaceballs. Oh my God, from Spaceballs. <laughs> and then on top of that, you do this thing at the very, very end of the story where his girlfriend, who's supposedly this girl who was like being oppressed by him, ends up being the ma- major badass at the end. Right. And. Does this a more like total like 360, 180 in a flip. Turn? That's yeah. not that wasn't in the anime. No, wow. he dies. Oh, you know? shit. spoilers. Yeah. Oh. And actually, oh. the anime ends like, you know, in a very depressing place. But oh, um, they kind of screwed that up like they, yeah. that. They'll, and then they uh, to put more salt on the wound. The character that you mentioned earlier, which was yeah, if you wanted to Radical see Radical Ed, Ed you did, you got him at the very end, and a lot of people didn't like the way and Radical he Ed was portrayed so bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a weird character, though. Yeah, but not that weird. Yeah, not like, not like almost like I'm like, what the fuck am I? What show is this? Yeah. Like all of a sudden, yeah. so they just kind of messed up the tone a little bit. I think that they could have tweaked it. At the end of the day, they only had that anime to work from, and they had everything else that they were going to be doing. Blue Sky is probably going to suck. A lot of you into the Bebop at all? No, I'm I'm very aware of it and its place in anime history, but I sort of missed a boat on it when it first came out, and I never watched it. I've seen bits and pieces, and it looks really great. And it's I know very good. Yeah, I know they were inf- influenced a lot by those um, a lot of John Woo movies that were coming out of Hong Kong in the nineties. Yeah. And I heard there was um, the reason why I watched this. There was a gun battle, and they said in this article that they were influenced by a John Woo movie, Gun Battle from A Better Tomorrow. So I watched oh. it, and I was like, "Oh yeah. shit, yeah, that is it's it's pretty cool." Yeah. Like it was inspired, but I never saw it. I know all the controversy. I know the actress Daniel Pineda. I know she said a lot of stupid shit. 
But I don't think anime translates well to live action. It, you know, it may not. That is a good point. It's a it's a, a it's, different it's monster. Like, it's like video game movies. Like how many yeah. good video game movies do we have? It's yeah. just just one of those things. But the Plus, the action in Cowboy Bebop is like on another level. In the, an, the anime, or yeah, in the anime, yeah. Fucking, like they do a lot of talking heads, but when they get to the fucking business, it's fucking all out. Right. The show. Crazy. That's the thing is, people love the show. It's so much fun. It's so good. If you can't do something better than that in live action, why are you even bothering doing a fucking adaptation? You yeah, know? and then why change it so much too? Yeah. So one and done, just like your Why the Last Man and uh, Jupiter's Legacy and a bunch of other shows. Yeah. Uh, Netflix will pull the plug real quick. Oh, they don't get. They don't fuck around. You're not talking about yeah, they're, it. They're not giving. They're not. They're not letting. They're not letting stories play out or people get their feet underneath them for a season. Nope. If it's expensive, especially if it's yeah. an expensive yeah. show, and well, it's getting negative buzz. Too. Yeah. 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 You know, they're they're investing in these like animes and and uh, comics. You know, they're, and they're trying to find the next thing, right? So sometimes they hit, but then sometimes you know, obviously they miss. And yeah, if it's expensive, like Rug said, they just they're done. Yeah, Jupiter's Legacy wasn't beyond saving. Right. And it was just too expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big sets, big costumes, big effects. Uh, let's move on to this next story posted by Jess Rivera. He asked Geek Boner or Floppy John. Geek Boner. Floppy John. On the fact that Dustin, director Dustin Daniel Cretton is returning to direct the sequel to Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings. It's official. He's also signed an exclusive multi-year overall deal with Marvel Studios and Hulu's Onyx Collective so he can create and develop oh, TV shows for both Marvel Studios, Disney Plus, and Hulu. Not necessarily Shang-Chi stuff, but whatever he wants. Uh, Anthony Geekboner and Floppy Jock were getting a sequel. I think it, it was a... Well, we knew we were getting a sequel. sequel. Yeah. I think the question is... Who is going to do it? Yeah. Are, are we Geekboner? Yeah. Geekboner for this. I... I think they should let Geek him do. Boner. I think they should let give like take the reins off of him even more. Like I think yeah. he was really good. I think he's pretty talented. So I like that they're giving him this movie, and I and I like that they're giving him other stuff too. A lot of you happy to see it getting a sequel. Yeah, I mean it was a no brainer. You know why not? I mean he's he's. It sounds like they. It looks like according to the after credit scene that they're sort of building him up to be a big character. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for it. You got the Ten Rings. Maybe he does a TV show about the sister and what the Ten Rings are up to. That could be. I kind of want. Yeah, there's that. I mean, God, that character should get a a fucking TV show instead of, you know, Agatha Harkness or something. Yeah, she was badass. She was good, and there was fucking badass. There was, from what I know of, uh, from my Chinese friends that tell me about Asian culture and the family dynamics. It was, it was pretty spot on for yeah. what i from what i understand and like that character what's what was the sister's name in that in that movie i don't remember uh i don't uh oh fuck oh man yeah i can't Hold remember on. i just remember wen wu and shang chi i don't remember anyone else her name hey, was ju 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 lang no, no, that's the actress's <laughs> real name. No, wait, that's her. Jialing, Jialing, yeah, yeah, Menger Jean yeah. and Jialing. If you can't get it right, well, none no. of us are going to get it. That one yeah. half Asian dude on the, the show <laughs> fucking failed. You had one oh, job to do. You had Tony. one job pronounce one the Asian names correctly. Job. Chinese names are awesome. Help us out. 
Come on. Don't make us look I like co- idiots. Trevor said I cover all the Pakistani Indian names. Come on, oh, yeah. Johnny. We know that. We, 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 well, we know you covered all those names. The Asian names. We can't wait to say them. Yeah. Do we want maybe? Do we want a show about Trevor Slattery and his further exploits? Oh, maybe God. that's a show. No, I think no. we're good with that. I mean, it's Oscar winner Ben Kingsley. He's a fucking great actor. He served his purpose. He, he served did. his purpose. He's, he he was in that movie too, a little too much. A little too much. He might yeah. have been a little too much with the Trevor Slattery. Uh, all right, yeah, bring on more Shang-Chi. I want to see it. Lisa Morrison uh, leaves this comment. Finally got around to seeing Venom 2, and basically I wish I hadn't. Like, just finished watching it. I don't think I could tell you anything that happened. Glad I didn't pay to see it in the theater. Bilotti, have you seen this? No, I've only seen the after credit sequence. That, the whole movie is a 90-minute run-up to that after credit sequence, know, which I is like the most that. important thing in the movie. So you didn't miss much. You yeah. miss Woody Harrelson just acting fucking crazy over I'll watch top. it when it comes on like the FX network or whatever oh, okay. basic I think it, it must be a network. cable yeah. <laughs> FX channel whatever FX. FX I thought you said the FX oh the, the special FX effects network. the special effects network. special FX gotcha okay <laughs> yeah I'll watch I, I'll watch the the first one always comes on I'm like what the fuck am I watching like where is this going? I, what, this is awful. Listen, we're going to see Venom in the MCU. We're going to see him get his spider insignia. We're going to see Peter get I, a I drop like of they, the symbiote. They basically tease that he's going to be in this movie. Um, no way home and no one, no one cares. No one's talking about that. No, because there's no precedent for it. There's no context. There's nothing. He shot. He apparently he shot that scene on the set of Spider-Man No Way Home. There was a photo he had put out earlier. You know, Spider-Man No Way Home crew hat. And I was like, the fuck is going on here? He's in the movie. He's got to have a cameo post credit scene. Something. We'll find out very, very soon. We'll find out soon. And then last thing, I have some sad news. It's sad and it's a bummer to talk about, but it does need to be shared. I think it's important. Daryl K. uh, says sad news in the comic book world today and posts a link about George Perez. Legend. I don't know if you heard of this. Legendary writer, penciler, inker George Perez posted on his own Facebook uh, page that he has stage three pancreatic cancer it's inoperable he is not going to uh do chemotherapy he's gonna ride it out and the doctors he said the doctors have given him six months to a year to live and in the meantime i say he lives too i think i think he lives longer than that because a lot of times those uh sometimes those those predictions are way off like people go on living for years but he is not undergoing treatment uh, but it is a time to remember George Perez Bellotti. I'm sure you are a big fan of George Perez. You could see his influence everywhere. I wasn't, I, I wasn't, I'm going to admit I respect him, but I wasn't a fan of him growing up. He was one of those artists that were like, you, you don't like as a kid, but when you get older, you yes, like him, you appreciate, you know, cause yes. you see what he, and his work on in infinity gauntlet was some of my favorite mm-hmm. stuff. And that's how, I was introduced to him through Infinity Gauntlet and Hulk Future Imperfect. And then I found out he did like Wonder yeah. Woman and JLA Avengers. I used to and- read the new Teen Titans when, when he was on. It was fucking really good. Crisis on Infinite Earths, the Wonder Woman run. Um, you know, yeah. if you, you know, you know, we talked about our artists like Art Adams. Uh, Art Adams clearly inspired by George Perez, like the, the detail and the line work yeah. and the way. Uh, well, 
And and who? Not many artists are as skilled as yeah. Perez as drawing hundreds yes. of characters yes. on, one on a page. page. He'll give you a spread with like a hundred dudes. He's an amazing penciler, inker, and he went out writing rugs. What uh, what are your uh, memories of? I mean, it's weird. Like remembering a guy, he's still alive, but yeah, he's always been a giant yeah. in the industry. Forty years he's, he's been um, in the comic book industry. He's got that classic style, classic DC style. I would say. Yeah, known for drawing lots of characters on a page. Uh, great at Wonder Woman. I, I he drew all of like the most iconic, um, like well designed, super detailed illustrations. Um, when they were doing splash pages or covers, they're just really, really solid yeah. and um, iconic. Like when you think about DC and the DC style, it's you know you think about. He's done all those characters and they look he, so he has one like he has one of the, the notoriety of possibly having drawn every single like Marvel and DC character that exists. Like he's drawn at some point in either a, a splash page or a spread or one of these big things. Um, Anthony, are you probably uh, are you familiar with George Perez at, at all from anywhere? I mean, I know the name. Well, how like just the bravery of putting this out, like what's going through his head? Like what? I can't. Would you react this way if the thing came out? You know, we've seen a lot of people like Chadwick Boseman hide, you know, their cancer until it's too late. But he's just gone out and like, look, I'm doing this. That's fucking balls for a man to do this. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean everyone kind of handles it a little differently. But uh, yeah, I hope he's I hope. Uh, I hope however long he lives, he's uh, he's well, doing I heard- okay. I heard that he wanted to go out and like basically go out and do a signing and see yep, all the yep. fans. And he's like, he wants to individually hug yes, each fan. He said that. Like, I, he, that doesn't last for more than like, <laughs> he's going to be like, these people are weak. Yeah. <laughs> COVID. Those people really smell. Especially the fans that, that want to hug you. No, he's had yeah. an outpouring of love. Like, every creator has at some point, you know, been influenced by him and loves him and tons of fans. But it's just. A sad thing. Go out and buy his work. Read his work. The new Teen Titans run he did is great. It's like, I wish the fucking Titan show was more like that book because the book's amazing and the show is fucking garbage. Let's close out with some what are we watching, everybody. Anthony, you caught up on something, I hear. What did you catch up on? Have you really? Why? I thought you were joking. You're fucking serious. It's cleaned and like fucking shaved. Yeah, and you hear the sound. It's like the, the it's like the strangest, most pleasurable thing I've ever watched. Oh my watched. god, it's strange as fuck. But yeah, I've been watching a lot of those. But what you really wanted me to talk about was uh, while I was sick. I had the debate of either finishing up uh, Narcos season three Mexico or starting Arcane, oh. and all my buddies were like, "Arcane's awesome! Arcane's awesome!" You guys were saying it was awesome, but I don't really pay attention to what you guys <laughs> no, you say. Don't. It's when other yes. people say it that's when I pay attention. So they said it was awesome, so I finally got around to watching it, and it is awesome. It's very good. It's very, very, uh, yeah. I mean, the animation is great. I think that's what everyone's kind of yeah. leads with, but I think it's just a really well done story. I don't know shit oh, about League of Legends. I. It doesn't matter. I, no, you didn't need to. And Haley Steinfeld's really good. And 
there's so many layers and there's so much depth to all the characters, even the characters that you think are bad. There's a lot of motivation there and there's a lot of allegories to real life. And again, the animation is amazing and the action scenes are awesome. And yeah, it was, I was very, very impressed. And and the way it ended yeah. too, I was like, I was like, like that's, what? What, that's where I was. I was like, no, this is how yeah, I was so bad. I was like, no, what? They're getting season two. Bloody, have you uh, saw seen this or heard about this at all? No. Um, it's good. Yeah, I've been hearing really good things about it. I put it on today while I was trying to do some commission work, but I was, I was like, wait a minute, this is starting off really good, and I, I need to give it its full attention. So I need to like sit down and properly watch yeah, it. This isn't the background show. This is a yeah. That's I need like good background stuff when I'm drawing, and I was like, no, this is <laughs> I gotta save this. Yeah, it's it's like Game of Thrones where you got to every line means something. You got to pay attention and the fucking character arcs and. The first three episodes have this amazing arc that, like, after that third episode, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm in. This show is amazing. Oh, yeah, those first three yeah. episodes, I mean, you some would argue that it peaked after the first three, but it was, I mean, Yeah, it was that favorite good. character, Anthony, coming out of it, who did you, uh, is there anyone you connected with? Uh, I mean, Vi, Vi obviously, great. is the main character. I like Vi, I like Vander. Um, Caitlin's, a, a, like, a charming yeah. little character that, like, strangely felt like, well, I'm like, Kind of attractive. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I mean, all of them really like the powder slash jinx. Jinx like, was my favorite. She's a crazy oh my God. character. She's crazy. Yeah. Um, I liked. Uh, oh man, I the, forget the little kid's oh. name. The, the the little black boy. Oh, and then hair. he grows up. Yeah. Yeah. And the I little him. I mean, the I professor, all, all sorts the of furry characters. professor guy, Heimerdinger. Heimerdinger is great. Yeah. And They're then all Victor, good. Yeah. There's some characters that I'm like not as high yeah. on, but yeah, it's everything. Yeah, I was I, I I was super impressed, and it's like it takes the animation style that you saw in in yeah. and like just ups it yeah. to another level. Um, and it feels it's strangely like um, kind of like feels video gamey, but then like has still some art to it. I don't know. It's just such a it's such a um interesting. It's a show like that. I'm like, oh man, I'm like this is the type of show where I'm glad to see like they're pushing the boundaries of animation. It was my favorite animated show since. Yeah. Invincible. You don't normally watch stuff like That's that. What, I was going to say this exact yeah. same thing. No, the, yeah. the, the, the painterly aspect, it's like an illustration come to life. It is. It's weird. It's like a video game, but it's also like a living painting, a living piece of the, art. The, the one scene where, um, Oh man, I keep forgetting that little kid's name, black yeah. kid <laughs> and jinx. And, uh, man, that's such, what, I should what really was figure out Hold on. Name. We'll find out. Okay. You find out his name. That kid and Jinx are are fighting, right? Not this doesn't really spoil anything, Bilotti. They're fighting, and then they like, but they're fighting as adults. But then they keep cutting back to them as kids, yeah, and cutting yeah. like, like doing like the like what would have happened if they were kids. Echo, like it's so well done. Yeah. Echo, yes, it's so well done. Like they're able to, like the show is so kind of realistic, even though it's in like a future yeah. society. But they're able to like keep the realism, so you feel everything. But then they're able within the fights to kind of go off on a tangent of being a little artsy. Yet but it still fights works. Are brutal it still, makes, still too. But it's you still yeah. feel every yeah. punch. So it's just such a strange. I, I've never seen anything. Silco like that was the other character I thought was really interesting. He was He's like the, like oh, Emperor Palpatine. Also, top notch voice cast. You got Josh Keaton on this, who did uh, all the uh, uh, Tony Stark voices and and. Oh, Captain nice. America in What If, Yuri Lowenthal, 
who voices Peter Parker in the Spider-Man game, and of course Haley Steinfeld. But uh, great voice, everything, just the voice acting, the writing, the character development, the world building, they nailed everything. It's so good. It's one of those things where I was talking about the bad yeah. guy, yep. like how Marvel does bad guys and how this bad guy, you, you mean in the very yeah. beginning, you see him, you see is how he, how he comes to be stuff you get. Yeah, bad yeah. guy. You see him even like, you know, when he's young. And then how he grows to be this like kind of menacing dude, but he also has more depth than that. He's just yeah. not a guy hungry for power. He's yeah. lonely. Yeah. He has no family. Yeah, and he gets kind of a daughter yeah. in Jinx. Yeah, yeah, and he kind of gets attached yeah. to this thing, and it becomes its greatest weakness. Yeah. Oh, it's so yeah. good. And it's like it's like look, just just saying those yeah. sentences. They don't. And that's like the, the tip of the iceberg. There's so much more there, and you could with each character. Even though you spend a few minutes with them, sometimes they're more fleshed out than a lot of Marvel I, no, characters. Yeah, you learn about them right away in little moments. There, there was two thoughts I had. Um, a lot of you had mentioned like video game adaptations. This is a, clearly the best one. First off, not a very high bar, yeah. but like this is actually like great, like great TV yeah. in general. And then I did. I, I don't want to like diss Marvel to make this look good because I like I enjoy Marvel. But I was thinking about like what if, and I'm like, what if, although like not exactly the same setup, more of an anthology. I'm like, damn, like I wish Marvel would go mm-hmm. like go mm-hmm. for it, like a, go for a home run, like these these people went for, because they these guys, the whole the whole staff behind this, everyone that was involved in this, caught lightning yeah. in a bottle, and and they made something. Well, awesome. yeah, they they hadn't their intention was not to just play it safe and come up with something. They wanted to blow it out of the water. Like they've been doing this stuff. Um, the people behind League of Legends, because the thing about League of Legends is it's not a very original game. Mm. All right. League of Legends is like a clone of two other games. Like uh the, the, there's Defense of the Ancients or Defenders of the Ancients, which is Dota 2, mm-hmm. which is it's basically a carbon copy of that game. And mm. um so it's not an original game. So what they did to to kind of bolster their game up is that they came up with all of these interesting like uh, characters and um started putting these animes together like the cinematics in their in their game mm-hmm. and and they started getting really good at it. And so then what they did that was really crazy is they they made a pop group called KDA. Like kind of like gorillas. Oh, they made an actual musical group. Whoa. Yeah, they made a musical Whoa. group called KDA with all female. It's like an all female uh, pop group that with, with animated like, characters. All, yeah, animated Whoa. characters in wow. the video, and you could see a lot of this style is in that too. And um, and it was like a K-pop, like a Korean, like two Korean singers and Madison Beer and some other girl that looks like Billie Eilish, but it's not. Um, uh, and they um made that they made a bunch of videos that were animated and those were really good. And so like when I, when I saw this, I was like, I almost didn't want to watch it because I was like, Oh, it's going to suck because all they're doing is like using their characters in these animes. But then the story was so good. I knew the animation was going to be good. Like there was not even a, a question, but the fact that they were able to write these stories, that's what really wowed me. Like that they were able to make it, suck me in like like almost like a game of thrones yeah. did like i got sucked into those characters so yeah uh, 
Everybody who hasn't seen it should watch Definitely it. Definitely check it out if you like. Great, the best great thing since Invincible. Yeah. Good storytelling. Great music. Oh, yeah. You, uh, Imagine Dragons. I didn't think I'd be listening to <laughs> Imagine Dragons I like that Imagine Dragons song. I kind of like it. I think that song yeah. is okay, but I think like a lot of the musical cues throughout where they're using real yeah. music, like with like people, because usually that can be kind of cheesy yeah. when people, when they put in people yeah. singing, but for whatever reason, they, they like hit well, that Well, I think Imagine too. Dragons wrote so the song for the show, so they were involved. I think that was the biggest weakness in their whole musical <laughs> thing. Was Imagine Dragons? Yeah, Imagine Dragons. Yeah, right. It was because they stand out too much. A little almost. bit. It's. I mean, not everybody yeah, right away goes, "Oh, that's Imagine Dragons." Would you? Maybe. Well, I think most people listen to music. Oh, that's, that's Imagine, Imagine Dragons. Dragons. That was good. Like they were good like ten years <laughs> ago. <laughs> it's on. their resurrection. It's their revival. <laughs> no, they made fun of Imagine Dragons last week in Hawkeye, and Haley Steinfeld is in this, and this has a lot of Imagine Dragons. Just weird, weird coincidences. Uh, Bilotti, what are you watching? You watch anything fun lately? I watched the documentary called The Rescue on Disney+. Oh, what's that about? Remember that uh, soccer team from Thailand got trapped in the tunnels? In the mines. Oh, the little boys. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. crazy. Let me tell you something. You guys got to watch this fucking documentary. I I, I remember being obsessed with that when that happened. You have to watch this documentary. It's they, they got like actual footage and they blend it so well with like the recreative oh, they, footage. Oh, wow. you, yeah. And it's crazy because it's basically the plot of the movie Armageddon. Oh, just under, in, yeah. If that makes any sense, because these kids get trapped, right? You know the yeah. story. They, the, the Thai Navy SEALs yeah. go in and they can't get them. And there's like this British it's hobby. Submarines it's and like, shit in there. No, it's it's a. Everyone's uh, uh, making things up. Yeah, he said yeah, the yellow submarine yeah. goes in there. Well, that's, and that's the Beatles, Beatles documentary. They're, I'm on acid. That's the problem. Yeah, they're on acid. and They ride a talking <laughs> dragon dog out. That's how they got out. And a and a horse dies in oh, the swamp. Oh, you. <laughs> so no, anyway. they, they had to say yeah. They, I remember they had to send in like experts from around the world. No, so they had like Air Force Power Rescue. They had yeah. it was a whole multinational uh, uh, coalition, but. The guy that spearheaded the whole thing was was just uh, an amateur cave diver. Not amateur. He was a hobbyist like uh, cave diver. That's what he did. It was like an older white dude. And it was him and another guy that spearheaded the entire operation. And the Navy SEALs, the Thai SEALs are like, we're not trained for this. Like, we're trained for stuff, but we can't really do it. I this. object to this movie because there's a white savior. <laughs> it's a white savior <laughs> movie. You Why do they need a white guy to come in and save all these other people? You know what's oh, funny? It's Jimmy like, Chin it, it, from <laughs> Free Solo did this. Oh, yeah, Free Solo guys. is a fucking frightening movie. I know yeah, Jimmy Chin. It is a little yeah. It's a little avatarish, but it's a, it's the true story. And it's like, oh, okay, all right. It's so they have like the the two cave divers, and they think these kids are dead, and then they go a little further in a cave, and they find out they're in there, and the seals try to go, and the seals are like, okay. You guys found them. We'll take this over. We'll go in. And the SEALs can't do it. A, a fucking Thai Navy SEAL oh, dies. Shit. This retired guy who comes out. It's not a spoiler because everyone knows the guy died. And they're like, how are we going to get these kids out? So the British guy says, they're like, what do you need? And he says, here's a list of the best cave divers in the world. Get me these guys. And he just recruits the best cave divers wow. in the world. And that's how they go in. And they have to go in and, and get these kids and you, I mean, you guys know the whole story. How many story. days were um, they in there? It was 21 days or Holy something. Shit. And they had to get them out. They were going to let them stay in a cave until it was in June. 
And they were like, maybe we could keep him in there till October when the the rains die down. But what happened was it it kept raining and it kept draining the cave, but it wasn't helping. And the air was getting stagnant inside. And when they looked at the weather, uh, they were doing it like they were pulling out like three kids a day, right? Over like five days. And I think the last day they said, we have to get all these kids out because it's going to start pouring out like the next day. And sure enough, like by the time they got the last kid out, it started oh, raining, and then they like, if we waited, they wouldn't oh die. God. Yeah, it was crazy. And at one point, they said, um, one of the guys, one of the Thai officials was like, to the British guy, he said something like, you know, there is a chance that if you guys rescue these kids and they die, you can go to a Thai prison. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like, yes. you talk about you having what? problems. Oh, that my sounds God. amazing. I love documentaries like that. It is absolutely amazing and like you're you're totally you're totally gonna tear up at the end i mean i'm sitting there like blubbering <laughs> hiding the tears from my wife and want to see me crying oh. it was it was fucking amazing and inspiring like these kids were not scared at all wow not wow. scared and just like what these guys did how they could have just like went home anytime and and they felt compelled to save these kids yeah, and I this, remember that story. Yeah, it's it's an it was 2018. Story. I think that happened, right? Yeah, I remember it. I remember it like being. I remember following it like not as not. I don't know if the word is live, but while it was happening and checking every day, I'm like, did they get those kids out? They get those kids out because I remember they were talking about like training those kids to like swim well, themselves right? out, and I was like, holy shit, this is yeah. insane. Well, what happens is when they when the guys when the two cave divers go in. They they find three of these. Um, I think they were like tunnel workers or something, like out of nowhere. And these older guys, and they said they grabbed them, and they 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 were underwater for like thirty seconds with these guys to get them out. And he said they panicked so much that they realized that there's no way they can get these kids out the same way because the distance they had to swim was over two hours oh, long. And they said the only way we can do this is if we sedate the kids and nobody wanted to do it. And it was this one guy from the air force power rescue and said, well, what's the impossible thing to get? Like, how, how do we like, how, what's impossible? Like, and they said, we have to sedate the kids. And he goes, well, what if we did that? Like, what if we try it? And sure enough, that's exactly what they did. And that's how they got them out. They, so these, these divers had to learn to, uh, administer this uh, sedative. Holy yeah. shit! To kids, yeah. and one of the di- one of the divers was like a brilliant surgeon, a doctor who was like, "No, we can't do this. We can't do this." And they were like making it up as they went along. I mean, it's it's fucking wow. crazy. It's fucking. Cr- I can't get over like how fucking crazy can't write this that was. Shit. That's fucking. You cannot write it. That's what I'm saying. It was like the movie yeah. Armageddon. Like when Bruce Willis says that line, like, you guys are NASA and this is the best you can come up with. Like, it's exactly <laughs> like that. It's exactly That's like that. That's a good that. recommendation. I'm going to check that out. But they do commend the SEALs. They said, you know, the SEALs are the ones that pushed them to go further. And because those guys wanted to give up. And it was, it was, a, it was, a, you know, a total like team effort on everyone's part. It's a Nat Geo produced uh, Disney Plus. Yeah. And Jimmy Chin is a great documentary filmmaker. I've, I know of him. He's crazy. He'll hang off the side of a fucking mountain with nothing and shoot video. Yeah. Oh, oh. It's uh, I again. I highly recommend watching. All right, this. right on. Rugs. What do you got? Anything good? Um. No, I haven't watched anything really other than uh, Super Crooks. Oh, oh you that, did. What'd you think of that? It's pretty good. It's all right. Yeah, it was it's fun. fun. Yeah, I it was good too. It's fun. It was a good, fun little yeah. show. Quick. It, uh, 
Yeah. yeah. I'm still watching um, Wheel of Time. Oh, yeah. I'm four episodes into that. I'm still enjoying it. Yeah, I feel like it. I feel like uh, it starts to get weird in the middle now. Hopefully, it doesn't tank the rest of the show. So let's see if it. Uh, I they think it's it like out. a weekly release schedule, right? They they it's on yeah. Amazon. It's like uh, yeah, they do with the boys and everything. Like they there was like a. Did you get to the episode where they where they face off against the guy the the evil one? I in the I, cave. Yeah, the guy they think is the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. That episode was so fucking badass. I was like, the end yes. of that one was crazy. I'm like this yeah. show is gonna be awesome. That one girl then, is badass. That the the Trolloc snatched her and she fucking fucks them up and gets away. I was like, yeah, that girl's yeah. badass. Ninev or whatever. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, fucking because they end this episode with this girl like having this huge influx right. of power and just showing how yeah, badass yeah. she is. And I was like, oh, I got the feelings from this. I got like, okay, this is gonna be a fucking awesome show. Then, like two episodes later, like it, um, like nothing's oh happening. Oh no! It's and I'm like, down. oh god, please let this pick up. We need to pick Uh-oh. this back up again. Don't Uh-oh. let up, man. Yeah, that hours. girl's badass. I was so. looking forward to her. Anyways, that's it for the show this week. Uh, Rugs Witcher season two comes out this week. Oh, if cool. anybody is, if you're not watching Spider Man No Way Home, I'll be I'll, I'll be knee deep in fucking fantasy. Yeah, you got a lot fucking of fantasy out there. Wheel yeah. of Time and Witch and the Witcher. Bilotti, thanks for hanging out. Tell the listener where they can find your stuff and buy your art. Sure, it's my website www.robo7.com. It's r o b o number seven dot com, and the best place to find me is is on Instagram. And my handle is Robo7, but that's spelled out R O B O S C V E N. And uh, you can also find me in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, out, by the Verrazano Bridge, the hanging out under the Verrazano Bridge like a troll. Yeah, and in the in the park over there with the homeless people. Uh, so if you want to come talk to me in person, that's where I'll be tonight. Be stretching, yeah. I'll be doing Yoga. my, my cal- calisthenics <laughs> before I go on my run. Uh, so yeah, come meet me in the park. I'll be late at night if you want to talk. Come ahead, let's hang out. Let's talk nerd shit in the park <laughs> late at night. Rugs, where could the listener find you? Are you hanging out in the park with him? I'm gonna be with John Bellotti <laughs> in the park. Let's do with it. Vastly. Uh, yes, a little copious amount. You need the loop. <laughs> and uh, and when I'm done with that, I might be on my phone now on Twitter. So you could see uh, uh, me there at Really Rug Boy on Twitter. Really, Rugboy on Twitter. Check out Bilotti's links. I'll have all of that in the show notes for this episode. Jockinner.com slash 412, as well as links to everything we talked about, how to support the show. Thanks for listening. Share the show, listener. Spread the geekery. This has been the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the Jock. The nerd. We'll peep you next time. I'm pumped. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. It's fucking too. awesome. Yeah, that's really good. I fucking loved it. I really don't give a shit. Jogging nerd.